Hello and welcome to the inaugural episode of Last Call for Adventure. I'm so excited to embark on this new journey with you all and introduce you to our wonderful cast as well as the wonderful characters they are playing. But first, we have a couple of like nitty gritty details to get out of the way with and for that I'm going to defer to JP because there's no way I'm memorizing all of those details. <laughs> Thanks, Bronze. That's that's correct. There's no way you could uh, remember all this stuff. Just a, a quick rundown of things. Uh, right off the bat, the extension uh, that we are utilizing for the show, which will be live on everyone's channel, is not live this week. Twitch is still reviewing it. There's like a whole process that that has to go through. But uh, that extension will allow you to see everyone's character sheets. Uh, that'll see, you know, you can read spells, all that type of stuff. It'll be here probably next week. Uh, we submitted it, I think, last Friday or maybe this Monday, and they were swamped with extensions. So that'll be here soon. Um, also, the bot that will be in everyone's chat to link you spells that are cast and give you a full rundown of all that stuff will be here next week as well. Um, the credit system, which we're going to be utilizing to thank all of our patrons from the Cell Sword level and up, will be here next week. Uh, you guys will be able to kind of customize and, and let us know what name you want displayed so we aren't shouting out John Doe uh, for giving us X amount of money. It could be uh, Jimmy Doe, if that's what you want. It's really up to you. You'll be able to say whatever you want. Is that, Jesse, do you like Jimmy Doe? Do you like that name? Not a fan, no. Don't okay. like it. Well, if, for any Jimmy Doe's out there, Jesse says, get out. Get out of here. Sounds like you make sausage. I don't like it. Yeah, yeah, that's true. That's true. Uh, the other thing is we've received a massive amount of feedback over in Discord uh, from things on the website to just the show in general. Uh, huge shout out to all of that. We're not responding to every single one because it's impossible to, but we do appreciate uh, and read every single one. It probably gets thrown into kind of a back channel. Uh, and, and we discuss and tinker, and, uh, and we'll let you guys know if any changes come from that. And then finally, on the topic of fan art, and I'll kind of reiterate this at the end of every show, uh, we posted high-resolution versions of all of our arts uh, on the Discord, and I believe everyone on the cast also got those. If you don't already have them, feel free to get at me. Um, but if you have any fan art or anything like that, that will be all submitted through discord. Um, so after the show, if you're feeling, uh, awesome and inspired to draw any or anything, make anything, it doesn't even have to be fan art. It can be a song. It could be, you could be mocking max in verse if you want to, uh, that's just the you know, thing I pulled out I of my mind. It. Yeah. It yeah. could be erotic. Whatever. No, no erotica. Jesse. Erotica. There's erotica. no, not, you can't do that. That no, will be Veronica. removed, Jesse Cox. They haven't seen my total yet. Watch out. Okay. All right. No NSFW uh, content, please. Thank you for clarifying, Mr. Cox. Anyways, that's it. That's all I got. Uh, I'm going to toss back over to Bronze to uh, kick off this whole this whole thing. Bronze, you ready? Yes, I'm ready. I've, I was like, I, this is like the most nervous I've been for a game in a long time. Ah, uh, you'll be. And it's just, fine. Just, and just so the audience knows, it's like I was talking to Max about this. It's like excited anticipation, if that makes sense. But also like, it's my fault we're late. I'll just say it. I'll just say it. it's my fault we're <laughs> no, late. We all, <laughs> everyone knew that Max. My laptop busted. We knew that I, Max I used the restroom. He covered up. <laughs> I, I messaged JP. I was like, I'm early. I'm going to sit in the call just to be a resource for the players. And I was like, my mic doesn't work. Figure out your own spouse slots. I'm out. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Also, we should note that uh, Bronze is currently traveling. So I think next week we'll be back to kind of her home setup uh, where everything will yes, be. Yes, my glorious soft focus yeah. bokeh effect yeah. uh, wonder instead of this. But exactly. all things considered, it's, it's passable. It's passable for today. And who here um, was, was I, here first, JP, just as a record? Let the record show who was in the call first, perhaps, maybe? Me. I'm sure Jesse. I started the call, so it was it was me, Max. <laughs> well, yeah, it was you. And then, and then who? I mean, it was Anne. God damn it. I'm never going to get it. I'm never going to get the fuck. <laughs> no, Max Anyways. is here first. His his uh, his years of being made fun of for being the last one to join the call are are no more. So new new Max, new show, new Max. That's what we Thank call it. Thank yeah. you. Okay. Yeah. Okay. He's first. It's true. I am so excited for us to get into the game and to meet these wonderful characters. Um, and I like to do that in character. Uh, so we're just gonna we're gonna dive right in. Um, so I would like to introduce you to the city of Luftum, shaped almost like a Christmas tree. The city soars upwards to the highest point in the sky. It stands out against the horizon, a uh, testimony to the hubris of of the people of the region, sitting in the lap of the Leheragout mountain range it is a pinnacle of i guess modernization and although it is surrounded by this lap of sort of nature overgrown and wildlife run rampant you see zeppelins and airships lazily kind of drifting in the port far above your heads and as you descend downwards from zenith station you notice the city gets gradually less and less and less fancy and shiny until you come down to the Sankmar region of Lufton. Here we have the fourth Pennant Academy, one of the four arcane academies in the region. This one specializing in elemental magic, the lowest tier of magic. People that graduate from this university hopefully go on to one of the other three pennants to continue their mastery of the arcane arts. Unfortunately, our poor goblin friend had no such luck. Sitting on the steps of the academy in tattered wizard robes, you see people in shiny uniforms, mostly goblins, ascending the steps, paying one small individual, one small form, or I should say silhouette named Blibble, no mind at all, until you see a very sort of well-dressed goblin. She's got gold rings in multiple on every single appendage, whether it's her fingers, her ears, her nose, where it's pierced three times, uh, kind of stop and sit down next to you, Blibble. And she says, kind of regarding you, you look broke. What are you talking to me? Yeah, you look broke. Are you looking for work? Blibble always finds work where he can. What do you got? Well, I know you've been applying to the guild to try to get into some of the better tier jobs, but unfortunately, I'm here to tell you, you're denied. Based on what grounds? 
You have no qualifications. Your Hunter's Guild application. Well, your Hunter's Guild application has been denied, and you've instead been put on botany detail. Botany detail? What, with the plants and such? Yeah, with the plants. Well, you, so you're judging me now because I'm sitting here out in front of the college, in front of the, the, the university. What, just because I'm not in there? Now, all of a sudden, I'm not allowed to be... Let me tell you something. Listen, knowledge is gatekeeped by those in there, okay? True power you mean is gate from kept? within. It, what? It's gatekept. It's not gatekeep. If you stayed in school, you probably would have figured that out. No, it's the not. The intention it's of the words is what's, is what's, is, that's, that's, that's what's important in my thought. And that's why we disagree. So you know what? Fine. Whatever. I'll find my own way. So you don't want the job? I mean, no, if I do you want take the job, it, maybe but, but, you but, could but get you your, said I can't well, have it, so. I'm saying I might find a way for you to have it. Okay, well, you're coming at me very, very aggressive. And Blibble doesn't like when people are aggressive unless they're doing things that are very nice for Blibble, in which case, then yes, aggressiveness is okay. You know what? You're right. I did come on a little rude, but in my defense, Last time I brought you a contract you didn't like, you set it on fire. But it's because I like fire. I experiment with fire. Everybody knows this. Okay, but you can't just go around setting things on fire, Blibble. Well, That's I figured not it how out things since work. Then. I was doing some experimentation of sorts. Blibble, you don't want somebody who just plays it safe every time. I mean, come on. How are you going to get better at things if you don't experiment? That's a positive. Your experimentation gets people killed. That's why you don't have a team. No one wants to Not work with you. all the time. But the one time. But we, we, we grow. We get better. Just give me a chance. Come on. I mean, look at me. Like you said, I look like a bum. You do, you look, you do look a little broke around the edges. All right. So here's the deal. Your guild rating is not technically high enough even to accept a botany contract. But... I know a feathered friend whose rating is high enough to compensate for your low rating. If you can convince them to come along with you and help, then I'll give you the contract in return for 15%. Because you know Starla always needs her 15%. Yeah, yeah, 15%. Yeah, yeah. With this feathered friend. A medic. Real altruistic sort, not a piece of shit like you. I can tell you that. You know, it's a good thing to have a piece of shit sometimes. Not everybody can be peaches and rainbow. Well, that's why All you're All right, I talk. guess you got a deal. I'll figure out who this bird person is. You probably don't say that to them because it's a little racially charged. But they're a bird. It's a kenku. What? Well, they're not a bird. You can't just go bird. around calling people birds, Blibble. Everybody goes around be calling me Gobbo. Dirty Gobbo. I can't do... <laughs> they call you dirty because you're dirty, not because they hate Gobbos. <laughs> Agree, disagree. Listen, I can't have another HR fiasco on my hands. This is bottom-tier mission stuff, okay? Very, like, 
no one could possibly mess this up. Why do you got to say that? To you give know, you confidence. You say that, I mean, the theft and the mess up. No, I, jinxes aren't real. I'm just saying, if it goes Unless bad, sold your it soul comes back to, to Beelzebub. The rest of us didn't sell a piece of our souls to whatever demon you struck a deal with, Blibble. That's why you got kicked out of school. I don't Listen, believe in all I'm that weird hookamonga They want me to stuff. take the slow lane and, and, and be beholden to all of them and what they want of Blibble. Blibble forges out his own destiny, carves his own path. If that means the rest of you think I'm dirty and, uh, and can't be trusted, so be it. Blibble knows what's true. Okay. Make a persuasion check. Oh, first God. First roll, roll of the game. Of the game. <laughs> Why does it have to be me? Oh, boy. Ignore those other rolls. Hey, you rolled pretty good. good. You got an 18. You got an 18. Yeah. Starla pushes up the sleeves of her ruffled blouse to her elbows, crosses her arms, and she says, you know, it's true. I, I actually uh, don't know what's in your heart. I guess I just heard stuff, you know? You hear things like someone made a pack with demons to get power because they didn't want to read a book and you just assume the worst, but maybe you're not so bad. That's all I'm saying. You give give Blibble a chance. You know what? I wasn't going to tell you this because I really like this person and I didn't want to put them on sort of your team's detail. But because you rolled that 18. <laughs> hey, what now? I... I know a guy that might be able to help you get to where you need to go. Really? Well, what sort of guide? Well, she's sort of a cartographer of sorts, but when she's not doing that, she likes wandering the countryside. And uh, she's uh, really good with, uh, I guess, foreigners, people from out of town. She speaks something like eight languages and I don't know. She might be able to help you. It sounds good. It sounds promising. And I think if you let her keep one of the specimens you're supposed to go get, she might do it for free. But you didn't hear that from me. But she does take payments and plants. She's weird like that. Mm. That's okay. Plants is easy. Gold is where you know, people take issue sharing. So where is this guy? All right. I think she's posted up at the last call. You know that CD pub by the yeah, bell? Yeah, everybody knows the, the last call. All right. Good. Good. This is good. This is progress. Went from calling me a dirty bum. And now look at this. See? It's all fine. I guess we're business partners. Shake on it. She puts out her hand. Uh, you want to touch this dirty claw? Fine. Uh, give me an arcana check. Oh, boy. Wait. 
it's 12. It's not bad. Oh, right, right, I forgot it does the, the, the two, two roll. Okay. You definitely feel something strange. You can't discern the nature of the spell, but you get a sense that if you cross Sarla out of her 15%, things will go very bad for you. Okay. Handshake is more than just a handshake. Okay. And then she gathers up her leather skirts, pushes her sleeves back down, and walks up the steps towards the university, handing you the contract. Little we cut the to the last. Yeah, go ahead. No, no, no. Little looks at the contract. <laughs> Blibble know how to read. Honest question. Honest question. What languages does Blibble know how to read? Well, this is in common. He 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 can read it. I mean, he knows what common. What if it's not in common? Common <laughs> goblin and Sylvan. You can't read it. <laughs> She's pretending. He's absolutely pretending. <laughs> <laughs> he looks at it, you know, and, like and, how I asked as a joke, and then immediately was like, "Oh, wait, no, he might." Okay, yeah, you without skipping a beat, like he, he realizes he can't read it, and just for appearance's sake, goes <laughs> seems to be in order, and then tucks it away. We cut to the last call, a cozy pub that smells like warm bread. It stands out from the rest of the Sankmar sort of district that you're in. Here, you mostly have memorial buildings, statues, and government offices with threadbare budget. In fact, their budgets are as threadbare as the curtains that adorn their windows. But this institution is defiantly perched on the bottom rung of Luftum, where one is more likely to encounter a dust dealer or a pickpocket than a business of good repute. Inside, you feel you hear like a warm fire cackling in the corner. The stonework on the floor is immaculate with the five guild symbols. And sitting in a corner, we see a loxodon, a woman with an elephant's head. She's wearing a big sash around her ears, and it's like tied under her chin in a big bow. And her her she's wearing like a sari, which is like you know draped fabric. Um, all around her in a soft moss green color. And she's speaking to not one, but two turtles. Um, as she does, she like kind of sticks her trunk in like a bowl of, of hot stew and kind of like slurps it up and excitedly like kind of pulling on her bow. She's just like, that's why we have to save the rainforest. Because if we don't do that, then six different types of rare algaes and mosses will go extinct. People think lichen isn't important, but lichen is important. Lichen is so important. And she looks over at you, Red Jasper, her like large, soulful eyes peering into yours. You've met her before. Her name is Marin. Yes. Indeed. Exactly. And that's why I was telling Dove that we have to stop the logging camp there. I think we should kill them. We should stamp them out.
<sighs> what were we talking about again? At this, she looks exasperatedly at you, Dove. And it's just like, I think he might be losing it. It might be time for a home. Mm, I don't believe so. He's, this is fine. I believe you are a little too aggressive with the actions you described. Red would agree if he was able to keep up. I kind of like put what? my arm on uh, Red comfortingly. Yeah, I look down. I'm like, is that soup? Is there soup in front of me? <laughs> There's like a big pot um, from which like Marin has, be re has been refilling her bowl. Um, yeah, there's like quite a large pot in yeah. the center of the table, the circular table. There's like a fire underneath keeping it warm. Okay. When did that get here? I love soup. I just start digging in, eating soup with my hand for some reason. It's <laughs> <Just> like <laughs> trying desperately to put it in my mouth. I very calmly like put my hand on yours. Uh, a bowl, Red, please. It's in front of you. We've, you know how this works. Right, of, right. Offer you a bowl. I start scooping it with my hand into the bowl. <laughs> a spoon, perhaps. Oh yes, a spoon. Yes, yes. Now you have one. Do I? Is there a spoon in front of me? Bronze. Yeah, there's like a there's a ladle and a spoon. Okay. Yeah, I I first hand him the ladle. <laughs> You can use this, but also you may right. have my spoon. Spoon. He like holds up the ladle. Red, please. That's from the big bowl to the small bowl. You're not dumb. Here is a spoon. You know how this works. We've been he through like gives you a little the wink. city manners before. <laughs> yeah, he gives you a wink and then like does it normally. Uh, Marin, you were speaking about the lichen? Well, yes. We can't let the lichens go extinct. They're very important for their healing properties. I heard tale that, that Red Jasper was a great champion of the turtle peoples, that he's crushed many under his fearsome foot. But I now I'm wondering if those tales were true. Well, yes, I of course they are. Red is a esteemed warrior of our ranks. This is very much true. <laughs> and it like cuts to red and he's just slowly putting soup in his mouth. <laughs> Maybe like drooling onto his beard. <laughs> she just kind of like looks at him with like wonder in her eyes. Being like, I'm sure this is part of his process. And she kind of starts dribbling her soup as well. <laughs> One has to abandon civility in the face of tyranny. <laughs> Such a horrible sound. I like this soup. It's wet. <laughs> Well, yeah, soup tends to be wet, Red. 
Oh, okay. Um, Dove. Yes. The lichen. How does Red know oh. where we are? Of course, he's not. Red, do you know where you are? I say very matter-of-factly. <laughs> I look at you and kind of put my spoon down. Why, of course I do. See? I, kind of just, oh. I, I look and stare hey. very plainly at Marin. <clears throat> well then, that's good to know. You know, that's impertinent information to hold on to. Information of what soup is or a spoon is, when you think about it, is rather non-essential. But information about where you are is rather important. I get it. It's a, 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 a brain space economy. Exactly. I very slowly tap my head. I'm sure you have lots of wisdom in there. I would like your advice on what to do about this old growth forest, especially since Dove proposed that I use a more peaceful resolution. Although violence is so much more of a comforting place to be emotionally. Red, she asked you a question. I'm sorry. I was tasting this delicious soup. I mean, soup aside, though. Your answer, Red? Oh, um... In indeed. <laughs> she looks at you like almost like hoping for a translator. Looks at me when you say when you say mm -hmm. you. <laughs> Well, what do we know about this overgrowth? You said you had information. How is it taking form? Where is it? most aggressive at? Well, it's an old growth forest, but they're trying to harvest some of the larger trees for a special variety of lumber that's both lightweight and resilient. And who has this contract to? The airship companies, of course, which is why we have to burn every Zeppelin to the ground. Hmm. We have had dealings with them before, yes. But we should not burn them to the ground again. Very, do not act too hastily. Be like Red here. Consider everything before. Kind of look over doing anything. <laughs> do you have a contact, perhaps, with this airship group we can go and speak to? Um, I could probably find one. I don't spend as much time in the city as I spend sort of mapping the areas around us. Hmm. 
Well, that would be useful information for us if you could find one, yes. Okay, I'll look into it. A note has been made. Fantastic, Marin. Me and Red do not spend very much time here ourselves, so you know your way around much better than we do. As you say this, a small goblin in tattered robes throws open the doors of the last call. Blibble, you got a sort of rudimentary description of Marin from Starla, and it's hard to miss an elephant in the room. You spot her almost right away with her large sort of like scarf tied, trying to like obfuscate the giant shape of her ears with the big bow underneath her chin. Did Blibble get her name though? I remember. I, I think so. Doesn't matter. <laughs> All right. Sees Fair that. <laughs> Throws open the door. <laughs> there. Walks up. You with me? She doesn't say anything at first. Instead, just like regarding Red Jasper with like an almost wonder in her eyes. Consider everything. Hello. Oh, hello, Down little here. small person. Yeah. Hello, tiny statured individual. How are you? And she like small, pats yeah. you on the head like you're a child. Yeah, yeah. What are you doing? Is this a friend of yours? Something Mary? small doesn't mean you pat it like it's a child. Yes, this is a new small friend. Everyone is a friend to Marin. Well, that's good. You are the one I'm looking for. Pulls out the contract, like, this. Ooh, contract! She grabs it. (laughs) Oh, most interesting. I accept. Oh, wow, that was easy. Really easy, actually. (laughs) Mm, A bit dangerous, though. Well, wait, dangerous? How dangerous? Already had two crews fail. Wow, you're very brave to take this on, especially for such a paltry sum. Yeah. First of all, what does paltry mean? Is that good? Um, paltry meaning um of inconsequential value. That doesn't sound. How much? Blibble friend, did you not read the contract? Of course, I read the contract. I just, you know, skipped over some details. I was in a hurry. Give me a deception check. <laughs> okay. <laughs> 11, 11 versus her passive insight. Unfortunately, she is very, very wise. Oh, no. Do you not know how to read, small child? It's okay. One day you will grow big, and then you'll know all the words. I know how to read, okay? Listen, don't listen to her. I, I know how to read. I, some of the, some of the dif- dif- different people write different ways, and it's harder to... So are you going to help or what? Um, also, but behind what exactly Mar- are we doing, I suppose? Behind Marin, you see uh, me kind of start to stand up, and I start helping Red up as he's still probably in mid soup Ooh, eating. Are we, uh, are we going? Yes, Red, I believe our 
believe we've uh, received the information we needed. We have other things to attend to. Ooh. Wait, no! But I wanted Fire you to come with me. Especially in the region we're going to. It's not far from Tortle territory. You might be more familiar with it than me. I'm, I'm sorry, to do what exactly? Well, for this contract, of course. For my new friend, Blibble. He's so small, he needs so much help. And Red is so strong, we can protect him. I'm not that small. In goblins, actually speaking, I'm actually quite tall. And as they all is stand quite up from tall? their chairs. <laughs> for a goblin, I would say yes, he actually is. But next to a loxodon and two turtles, humans are small. And a goblin is almost microscopic. Sure. Okay. Yeah, so we all we all stand up. Ah, you are quite tall for a goblin. Thank you. Ooh, is there a goblin here? Yes, red and right in front of you. I believe your name was Blibble. Right here. Fight. Oh, what what are you doing down there, little guy? Blibble <laughs> looks up at him. Looks at Dove and Marin. Is he serious? I hello down there. I apologize for my friend. He means no harm. Oh, no, soup all so over me. Small. Hello. If I notice that there's like soup dripping in Red's uh, beard, I kind of grab a something from the table. If not, I'll use like the uh, arm of my my clothes and just kind of like wipe it off. I am I am sorry for that little. Fine, fine. I, I'm. This is. <sighs> Marin. So, is, 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 are we good to go? Outside of the small sum? Um, well, it says in what the contract it say? that a full crew of, of four at a minimum is recommended. And I can't think of anybody stronger than Red or anyone smarter than Dove. Global looks at by regards to both of you, you guys. These two? Yes. They're very wise and very powerful. I don't know if you know this little, little friend. Red Jasper's a war hero. I've heard poems about him. And then she like pulls out the scroll of fan art and you see like this really buff turtle with like six pack shell with like a mohawk. And like a battle axe, and it looks nothing like the wizened old turtle you see next to her. Is that right? He even got like an elven maiden, like laying on the floor, like on one leg, like looking up at him. There you. She telling the truth. You big and strong. Well, you knew you're big. He like, like, pokes out of his shell, like looking, straining to look at it. I I seem to remember that happening, yes. Marin, may I see this contract as Blibble meets the tales of J- Red Jasper? I kind of re- put my hand Of course, up. Dev friend. I think transparency and pay is very important to ensure, you know, equality and worker conditions. Yes, absolutely. I I'm sure it. we're all getting paid the same amount, right, Blibble? 
Sometimes Blimey. people try to pay me in plants. Well, I was, I was told that you like getting paid in plants. I I do, I like but plants. recently Dove told me that I should accept money. Well, I mean, this is what you want. Plants are very good. I mean, we're gonna go get some nice plants. So I mean, I like plants. See, he likes plants. Everybody likes plants. I thought it was disregarding the conversation. If I read through the, can I read the contract? It is in Dwarvish. Okay, I can read the contract. No. Um, yeah, the gist of the contract is thus: Nizan Valley is home to dryads. Here, the veil between our realm and the Feywild is particularly weak leading to strange occurrences. However, this valley is also the only place where the frenal frond grows. We would like to study this frond further. Do be aware that the last four requisition teams have gone missing. Okay, and the- Payment yeah, the pay. upon completion of delivery of four frenal fronds will net you a total of 450 gold pieces. Which is a princely sum, unless you divide it several ways and take 15% off the top. Does it say anything about a uh, about the 15% or who gave the contract? Like, is there a name attached to it? Um, there is a guild seal on the contract. Okay. Then that, for the yeah, Guild of Botany that, and Zoology. Okay. Yes. Um, the 15% deal, you wouldn't be aware of. Blipple right. would, though. Right, it's right, right. nowhere in writing. Okay. Yeah, so I'm reading over that as I'm sure the conversation continues about equal pay amongst Blibble, Marin, and Red. Well, I, why can't I have plants and money? Because I found out that you can actually buy plants with money. Yeah, but if we're supposed to get four, listen, if we can find five of these, these fennel fronds. Oh, then I would know. take one of those in lieu of honey because I would much rather have a frontal frond. I would name my frontal frond Frendel frond and it would be my new friend. <laughs> and I would put it in my green room. <laughs> Is he having a breathing problem? No, it's made me <laughs> laugh. Oh, you're laughing. Jesus Christ. War hero, yeah? And yeah. She, like, leans on red, kind of, like, probably putting you off kilter a little bit because her, like, oh, heft oh, is so oh, large. Oh, oh. oh, almost, almost toppled me there. Oh, sorry, red. <laughs> I just get so excited. I'm so excited we're going on an adventure together. Yeah, you can hold my axe. Oh my God, can I really? Yes. I just put the axe in like- picks it up. Yeah. And she like gives it a swing, kind of like narrowly missing the top of your head. Oh my God, this is so cool. This has chopped Jesus off the Christ. heads of so many heretics. 
So many heretics. She like puts it on her shoulder triumphantly. Draw me so I can keep this memory forever. Remember the abs. <laughs> but I don't have abs, Red. And she like pats her like tubby little elephant belly. Yeah, Red like gets down in your ear and he's like, neither do I. And he kind of winks at you. <laughs> you see her eyes fill with like wonder at the idea of lying. <gasps> That's so cool. I, I don't, I don't want to rush everybody, but you know, maybe we should get going. Yeah, I, I hunch down and, and instead got, of yeah. towering over Blibble, it's more eye to eye as, as, most as, as best as I can. Uh, where did you acquire this contract? Uh, 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 associate of mine. It says right here, and I point to it, that this is from the Guild of Bonni and Zoology. Do you have dealings with them? It's their well, seal yeah, right mean, here. I point to it. I mean, Blibble does lots of dealings with uh, all sorts of people. I would love to meet whoever your friend is there after this mission. Okay, I, I'm sure that could be arranged. Um, gonna want to meet up with her anyways afterwards. Just want to make sure that this contract went well. Okay, I, I fold it up very well. We will accompany you. We need a, I believe, fourth compatriot, though. The mission seems very daring. It says right here, and I point to it. Kind of as if I know you can't read it. <laughs> but not necessarily, admittedly, opening, openly saying that. I point to it. Uh, it says four teams have gone missing right here. So it's been out there in the open and not successful thus far. Perhaps another mm. person. Well, we have a guide. Points to Marin. Oh, I am I a guide? Well, that's that's what um, <laughs> uh, that's what um, I was told that you would be able to Help and let them get you confused with someone else. With um, I mean, I suppose I could be a guide. No, Starla. Starla is very mean. Well, yeah, but besides that, I mean, you've given little work, so you we work with what we were given, you know. <sighs> Starla just calls me the schnoz. Well, she called me uh, a dirty bum, and that I look poor. And that I she probably says smell. that about me too. Well, she's not very nice. She said my scarf was passe and kitschy. I don't even know what kitschy means. Neither do I. Maybe it's good. Starla's not your friend at the seal of or the, the Bodnian Zoology Guild, right, Blibble? I mean, we're not friends. But she is the one who I got the contract from. Hmm. I start to stand up. We're being in the last call. Do I recognize any other uh, people within the bar that I would be confident in approaching to join us? Yeah. Before that, give me a insight check. Okie dokie. An eight. Um. Yeah, you can't discern from 
Blibble's demeanor, whether or not uh, there's something off about Starla. But you do notice a, a little something just because her deception rating is so low from Marin's demeanor. She's got a negative two. <laughs> okay. Two to her deception that she's like kind of like um, pulling at the hems of her of her garments a little nervously and kind of like twisting them back and forth, like wringing them almost. And that's at the mention of Starla. Um, at or the mention of general. whether or not she's a rep from the Guild of Botany and Zoology. Yeah. Okay, I won't make anything of it. I'll just jot that down that I know that mm-hmm. might not be the case. <laughs> Yeah, and then give me a perception check. Okay. 13. Yeah, you recognize the bartender. He is a gruff half-orc named Bruce. He wears like a flannel shirt um, with his like chest hair kind of showing. Um, and he has like the sort of air of wannabe adventurer not necessarily retired adventurer but more so into the pageantry of it his 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 gear and his like he has like one leather shoulder pauldron are too new and you would know by like looking at him that they've never actually been used uh he has the air of someone who shops a lot at rei but never goes camping you're from seattle you know this (laughs) stereotype very well yeah okay you know, the type of person to have a, a multi-tool with like 30 attachments, but really only uses like it for a keychain. Sure. Yeah. Um, you have a pretty good relationship with him, I would say. And he's seen Dove come and go um, from Bluffton a few times. Uh, okay. You also see an old nemesis of yours. Uh-oh. A uh, a portly dwarf with a forked red beard and a shaved head. Um, he has a big gold septum ring that like hangs down, and he actually has it braided into the design of his like beard and mustache combo. If that makes sense, um, he has like tattoos kind of all across his bald head that extend down his neck. He's in very very shiny armor. And he is a three-star guild rep, which means he's kind of high up in the chain. Okay. Do I know his name? He goes by Barney. His full name is Barnabas. You can determine why it is that he does not like you. And he knows me as Dove? He knows you as Dove, yes. All right. Uh, Does he notice me when I kind of stand up proper in the room do do we are our eyes no, connecting has across like, the room or no okay no no no. you see his like side profile as he's like biting into a large turkey leg and you see next to him he has like a stack of coins and he's like carefully counting them with a small squarely gnome who's like helping him sort of keep the keep the numbers this person has his accountant but I'm not sure you know Percival. You might know him in passing. Okay. Noted. Sorry, just finishing that. Um, I kind of go back to amongst the group and rejoin the conversation. Oh, you would also see a Kenku in the corner. Just standing out? 
Uh, no, actually they would be bartering with one of the potioners that regularly frequents this area. Um, she is a drow who has uh, sort of like half of, like an undercut, she has like half of her head kind of uh, shaved very closely and the top is like French braided up into a high ponytail. Um, she's wearing leathers and she has um, a bunch of bottles around. She's kind of popular to stop or to like get under under the table stuff from for adventuring, healing potions, stuff like that. She's an alchemist of, of somewhat ill repute. You don't know why she was kicked from the Alchemy Guild, but you know she was kicked from the Alchemy Guild. Okay. And I've, have I seen uh, this, this Kinku before? Do I know anything about them? Uh, you may have seen them in passing, especially because Elegy is kind of known for helping people that need their help, especially sort of the residents of this region that have less access to the superior medical facilities and houses of learning that people living in the upper spheres of society do. Okay. Uh, after noticing all that in the, the five or 10 seconds of, of glancing around the room, uh, I'll return to the three in front of me and, and mention, uh, I'm going to go speak with Bruce, the barkeep. Perhaps he might know of someone who could accompany us. You that see the color rise in Marin's cheek. You're going to go talk to Bruce. Yes. I, is that, is that a problem? What's the problem with that? There's not a problem. Can I come stand behind you? Uh, actually, Red was just going to begin the tale of when he defeated the... I started to just kind of look into the air for a second. Oh, right, right. I'll be right back. I defeated the 12-headed muskrat. Yeah, I'm right behind you. Hold on one second. I'll be right there with him. So yes, there yes, I was, a twelve-headed muskrat burrowed out of its hole, and I said, Dove, that muskrat has twelve heads, <laughs> because it was a twelve-headed muskrat, which was unusual for the time. Me and Blibble leave at this point. <laughs> <laughs> to go speak yeah. with the park. <laughs> Give me a performance check, Red. A performance check? Sure. Yeah. <laughs> you I'm are sure performing the story. <laughs> I love it. Yeah, no, Marin is enthralled. Yay! She's sitting wide-eyed, wide-mouthed. And she, as you wander away, Blibble and Dove, you just see her say, 12 heads? Oh, my! Whatever did you do, Red? And that's that's the last thing you hear as you walk away. Her her like the color kind of draining from her cheeks. Great. Um, you walk up to Bruce, and instead of uh, wiping down a mug, which is what most bartenders are doing, uh, Bruce is actually like tapping kegs and filling up pints, and and uh, like you know those little tools they use to wipe off like the extra foam. He's like doing that as you come around. Okay. Bruce, Bruce, hello. Do you remember me? Oh, I think I lost audio. Oh, you still there? Strange thing for Bruce to say. <laughs> <laughs> I want. I'm. I'm worried that Bronze's headset might have just died. 
Unless she's back. Uh oh. Wait a second. Okay. Um, I think we're good. Okay. Hello. All good. Oh, now we lost Mike. All of a sudden, I don't know. No, no. Okay. No, no, no. Now we're good. Are we good? Yeah. Hello. Hi. Yes. Sounds good to me. Okay. Sorry. Yeah. Sorry. I don't know what happened. I just like lost audio for a second. My headset's not dead either. It's really gotcha. Weird. Um. Yes. I'm sorry. What'd you say? Uh, we uh, we approaching Bruce. Hello. Yes. Do you remember me? He like kind of like looks you up and down. Uh, kind of a little bit hard to Dove forget you. Oh yes. Uh, so, uh, yeah, yeah, Dove, Dove, Dove. Hi, hello. How's it going there, Dove? What can I get you for? Would you like another pot of soup? No, that is. I look over my shoulder just to make sure Red and uh, Marin are still. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gesturing wildly in the background. Okay, great. <laughs> uh, no, that we are. Thank you. The soup was fantastic. Uh, we got a really great uh, loaf of sourdough bread. We also got pumpernickel. I, we don't need. Uh, you don't need any bread. I look down at Blibble. I don't want to speak for you. What about one of those turkey legs? Do you have a turkey leg? Oh, I'd be more than happy to get you a turkey leg. Yeah, we got a new uh, a, a smoking method. Do you, do you like to you like to try one of those? Yeah, yeah. You blibble one of the turkey I legs. Hear, I hear they're uh, dragon smoke. Now I don't know if that's true, but that's what my provider says. And he come, he like puts two um, flagons of ale on the bar top for the waitress to take away, and then he walks into the back real quick and comes out with a large turkey leg wrapped in what looks to be newsprint and he hands it down to you do you want to start a tab or do you already have one going uh no blibble will pay for this all right blibble i'll be 30 silver 30 silver okay looking around at pouch and stuff you should have money so <laughs> we'll pay 30 silver <laughs> Do you have the money? Does, does, does he have money? Don't we have starting gold? <laughs> you should. I mean, you it's would It's on know. your sheet. <laughs> <laughs> what what loadout did you take as your start as your starter set? I on on uh, above your inventory it should say mine says 15 GP. I'm a total and I still have 5 GP. So you got to have something. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm looking Bottom center, you see it? Oh yeah, yeah. I got fifteen GP. Okay. Pays him. Give her. You give him a gold piece. He gives you seventy silver back. Okay. And then, um, yeah, kind of like looks at you all, kind of like appraisingly, like anything else I can do for you? Uh, yes, Bruce. We are uh, kind of hold up. Uh, hold up the contract it's been folded but just so he can see it and maybe the seal slips out and i say uh, we're looking for a uh, another party member to accompany us this uh kinku in the corner do you happen to know their name oh yeah they're a really nice sort tell you what uh their name is elegy and uh they actually helped with that uh, outbreak we had a couple weeks back 
Do I know what that means? You know that fever? Yeah, actually, give me a, uh, let's see. Give me a intelligence check. Just to see, like, how, I guess, aware you are. And what people, and what types of conversations people are having. 17. It didn't pop up in the overlay, but I rolled a 17. Yeah. Um, yeah, with the 17, you would have heard that there was like a fever related to an algae bloom that happened in the water supply down here. Okay. Ooh. People were in a very bad way, especially affected younger people and older people. Um, and the, the sort of leadership in the city failed to respond to it quickly. That makes sense. Uh, people were kind of left on their own. You're speaking of the issue with the water from... A couple weeks back, yes? Oh, yeah. Yeah. You know, she's real smart. Uh, uh, they're the ones that uh, told us to, you know, start boiling the water. Took us a while to track down what was getting folks sick around here, you know? Interesting. Perhaps we'll go and speak with them. Thank you for the information, Bruce. And I looked down at Blibble and the turkey leg. It looks delicious. Are you just devouring it? Blibble? It's nearly gone. <laughs> By now. Okay. You're like, this is fantastic. You should get one. That's really fine. good, Bruce. You actually gain a buff from eating. Uh, for the audience, I have like home rules around resting, camping, and eating. Um, and because you're well fed, you get a plus one to any constitution saves and checks you make for the next 12 hours. Hell yeah. Dragon smoked, you said, though. Wow. You really got to tell them. That's these what are, I these hear. are fantastic, Bruce. I'll let the butcher you know. Bite? I got a little bit yeah. left. Of... <laughs> are you, you do you offer it to me? Are you yeah, offering you like a little tiny bit to taste it. Uh, no, no. Otherwise, no. it's all going away. It's fine. Please indulge yourself. All right. You're lost. <laughs> uh, I once again look at Bruce. Thank you. And. I'll start uh, walking towards uh, Elegy, the kinku in the corner. Elegy is um, talking to uh, Amanita, the alchemy dealer. Amanita is kind of like, seems a little bit upset as you're walking up, Dove. And she's like, I'm sorry, we just didn't have any more. I'm very low on components. It's been very hard to leave the city these days. Apparently, you have to have seals on your papers now. Otherwise, it's not safe. Personally, I think we should be allowed to come and go as we please. And she she looks to you, Elegy, and kind of like, she has like a few assorted like herbs and dried mushrooms ahead of her that she's like set aside for you since she's kind of your dealer a lot of the time. Well, I suppose I'll take what you have so that I can help who I can. Of course. I won't charge this time. They're not very fresh. It's just the best I had in my stock. And then she like looks at Dove. As Dove comes up, she's like, um, a problem it will be. Sorry, Dove, I'm all out. No more. I've got nothing. And she just kind of is like, kind of like 
kind of almost trying to hedge you off, like worried you're going to ask her for something she doesn't have. <laughs> uh, I'm, I have like a perplexed look on my face. Uh, we, we do not require anything. Thank you, though. I appreciate that. Uh, turn towards uh, the Kenku. Elegy, I believe, is your name? I look up at you and have that, like, you know how when, I can't do it, but when birds move their head, it's, like, really jerky, you know? Yeah. Like really quick movements. Um, my true name is a song that you cannot pronounce, but you may call me Elegy. Very well. I would love to hear it someday. This is my new friend, Blibble. I motion towards the goblin. <sighs> what do I put this dove? They got a plate for the bones. I believe it's called. I want to throw it on the floor. Yes, please be civilized. It is not for the floor. There's trash around here somewhere. I'll hold it for now. Hi, little. Yes, pleased to meet you. Can I? Sorry, I was just help uh, you with something. very hungry. Oh, we, is we, there something that you need? Yes, we spoke with the barkeep. Bruce, we have a mission, and he said you were able. You helped with the water issue a couple weeks back. I've heard that was quite troublesome. Yes, unfortunately, it seems that the people of this area are not cared for in the way that they should be. And it's up to me and people like me to look out for the others who cannot look out for themselves. Is one of you injured? And I just, like, look at both of you kind of, like, examining you. Oh, are you dealing with healing? I think I was meant to speak to you. Motions with the turkey leg. Are you shaking like a bird leg in front of a <laughs> <laughs> He has not made this connection yet. He's not made the connection yet. I, I think my hand comes up and, like, lowers the bone down. <laughs> what, are, what are you doing? Oh, <laughs> it's not polite oh, I'm, to shake I'm food so at sorry. someone. Um, he just like tucks it in his back, like waist. I think I was supposed to talk to you. You deal with um healing people and helping helping out. I've heard. Yes, that is my role. Are you are you injured? You don't look so good. <laughs> Normally, I would take offense to that, but um, no, I just I kind of look like this. Um, we the well, I mean, Dolph, tell her about them. <clears throat> Sorry about the. He's like kind of kind of a, a little embarrassed, not overly so, but just like maybe he's not the best to talk about this. <laughs> Blibble presented a contract very recently about an issue in the valley. The veil between the Feylands and our valley is very thin. They need us to collect a handful of fennel frond and bring it back. I believe it was uh, 450 GP for the contract. The guild seal of Bodnian zoology is on it, so at least that is trustworthy. Fennel fronds. Um, bronze, what I... Is there, like... A use that I would have, like a healing use that I would have for that. Yeah, give me a medicine check or survival. Okay. Uh. <laughs> Six. 
the old two Wait, plus no, four. <laughs> yeah. Um, you've heard of it before, but you've never been able to like get your hands on stuff. It's a very rare component. Okay. You would know just with your background that it does have medical applications, but you've also heard it that it has arcane cap applications as well. Like you're not sure how it's used as a spell component, but you do know it is used as a spell component, which is why it's so hard to get. It's difficult to obtain and um, a lot of mages tend to buy up stock, so you haven't been able to study it yourself. Okay. <clears throat> you would also know um, that as like a sort of in the good standing that you are, you are actually a one-star member of the Guild of Botany and Zoology, unlike uh, the people that you are surrounded by. <laughs> so you actually have like the papers and the sigil. Um, you would have a, a small like gold guild crest in your possession uh, to actually be able to accept the contract. Um, now, you, you do know you need a guild crest to accept the contract, but I guess you wouldn't know that Blibble doesn't have one. Right. Um, so these frontal fronds, you're going to use them to study, to help others? Uh, we do not know the use of them, only that we need to collect them. That is up to the guild, which I do not not a part of. I, I don't know what they plan to do with them. Let's I open up the contract. It does not state that. You're not a member of the guild. And I look at Blibble. Is, is this a member of the guild? Listen, I'm going to be honest with you. I'm not a member of the guild. I'm just trying to get a contract done. Blibble works. We all got to survive. As you can see, he starts playing up the like that he looks kind of pathetic. Times aren't so good for old Blibble. And um, boy, it would be nice if some people could get together and help old Blibble out. <clears throat> uh, it's been a rough few couple weeks. Got kicked out of the college. Not because I'm bad at what I do or because I'm evil. It's just been a rough few weeks. And, um, you know, this contract fell into Blibble's lap. And uh, he's just trying to make ends meet, so I ain't trying to do nothing bad with him. Just trying to make some gold. Honest and true. This is all the first I've heard of this. I apologize. <laughs> uh, your motivations then simply are greed. And greed? Is it greedy to want to stay alive and keep your belly fed? What, you, what is this, Dove? I mean, it's not greedy. You seem well fed already. Oh. And I like kind of eye the fact that you had that like bone you were hiding behind your back. Listen, I'm sorry about the bone. It's just he said they were dragon smoked and I couldn't resist. And I'm sorry if there's any sort of offense on your end. You can help, please. I do not believe the two of you are enemies. So if this is offensive to you, Elegy, I apologize. Blibble, please. Remove the trash. I, I kind of look behind you. The bone is still standing up. You notice the bone's uh, like the sticking up on top of your head. You never know when either a good distraction. Throw a bone and somebody looks at it. All right. Blibble scurries away for a second. Just like, All right, I'll find the trash. It's gotta be ready. We meant no offense, Elegy. Uh, we, I do not have any plans with the... Uh, Fennel fronds, I simply want to know what is happening in the wilds and 
That is what I seek, is information. The gold is whatever. Well, it's true that my curiosity about the frontal fronds has peaked recently, as I've heard that they have some properties which could be helpful to me in my quest to help others. And I kind of um, am, like, obviously thinking and, like, hopping kind of back and forth, like, walking back and forth, trying to decide. Um, very well. I will accompany you on this quest. I wish to learn more about the frontal fronds, and I wish to see more of the outside so that I can search and research new ways to help the people in this area. Ah, Bruce, I don't need any more. I'm just, that was delicious, though. Thank you. Just throwing it away. Blibble, she What's has the deal? agreed to help us. Uh, Elegy, I should also note we are, uh, we have two more with us. I point towards what I'm assuming is Red Jasper still telling the story <laughs> to uh, the Loxodon Marin in the distance. Uh, our Loxodon and my friend over there, the Tortle, they will be joining us. Perhaps you've heard the stories of Red Jasper. I don't know if you have or not. That's up to you. Um, no, I don't think so. I Apparently some big war me. hero. He has worthwhile oh, tales. I'm sure he will tell you. Uh, would you like to accompany us so that we could see when we'd like to set out on this contract? Kind of motion, uh, blibble and elegy yeah. towards the table. Okay. Now listen, I'm sorry about the, you, the whole, you know, no bad blood or nothing. You know, he just, he just starts as we're moving over. Mm-hmm. As you motion, Dove, your hand strikes a stout dwarf who's like, I heard we were taking the trash out. My eyes kind of wince as if I was very much not looking forward to this. Ah, yes, Barnabas. uh, Yeah. Pleasure seeing you. Can't say the same. I'm sorry to hear that. Uh, We're simply just, well, do you need something? Last time I checked, this was a guild establishment. Last time I checked, you ain't in no fucking guild. So it's just crazy how you're in here breathing my air right now. Because I hate you. (laughs) Jesus. His blue eyes are like pinpoints. (laughs) <laughs> the hell's going on you know this guy uh, we've been on uh, yes I am once again deeply sorry for that mission going wrong you know it was not my fault Barnabas oh it wasn't your fault that's crazy cause I feel like my mind and my mental faculties are intact and I feel like I remember you being a fuck up and a layabout. Well, everyone experiences I, things differently. Uh, yeah, this kind of is, a dick. Uh, I like very, you see me turn in my eyes, maybe for the first time showing uh, a hard emotion of just like, <laughs> like what? be very careful. Like they just kind of perk up when you call him a dick. 
he didn't mean that, Barnabas. I this is Blibble, uh, my new friend and elegy. I point to the two of them. We'll be soon leaving. Uh, the sooner that this conversation ends. Listen here, analogy. I would not be hanging out with these sorts because a dove, dove gets people killed. Every mission dove's on goes wrong. That's why dove ain't in no guild. Because in order to get into a guild, you have to successfully complete three contracts. You want to know what dove's running record is? Zero. Well, the number is true. It's not true about failing in my... Let us let us move on. Let's collect our group and... He, like, gets closer to you, like, putting his nose up against your face. You would know about failing. You got a master's degree in failing. You're probably a sorcerer of failomancy, because all <laughs> you do is fail and create failure. Uh, my eyes just kind of close and take all of that uh, well let's move on then uh, Barnabas the pleasure as always I, I, I like try to move forward slide of yeah give me a slight of hand check uh, all right seven can I can you I make it a persuasion that, instead oh okay go ahead there's something else you notice that he has the contract in his hand now ah now, how would you get your hands on something like this? Hey, what the hell? That doesn't belong to you. Doesn't belong to you. Well, actually, I mean, it does. Well, let's see your guild crest then, little buddy. Listen, I, I, I'm not necessarily in the guild. But you know, like, like you said, people. How do people get in the guild when they're not in the guild? They complete contracts. How do they get contracts? If everybody had a seal and was, uh, you know, not able to get a contract, then no one would be able to complete contracts. That's just fucking logic. This guild is, or this this particular contract is above your rating. You need to have someone with the guild crest sponsor you. He like kind of um, folds the contract back up and gives it to you, Elegy. Okay, uh, take it. That would be me. I do have a guild crest, in fact. What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> See, Barnabas, all is well. We have a registered member of the guild. Yeah. See. Unlike you lot in the dirty company, you keep the analogy. Has a reputation to keep up around here. It's elegy, I just wanted Barnabas, you to know not... what you were getting into. Mm, yes. I... What did I say? Allerg allergy. Elegy? Elegy. Elegy. Close. Elegy. got it. Now, farther off e now. Elegy. <laughs> Listen here, Bubble. Bubble? I don't. <laughs> I kind of say under my breath. Blibble. <laughs> I don't know what your deal is, but you made Barney's list too. I don't give a shit about no stupid list. I'm on all sorts of lists. Give me a give me a deception check, actually. Are you on all sorts of lists? 
Probably. <laughs> he just assumes. <gasps> <laughs> Our first one goes to Max. Right? Of course it goes to me. Uh, he like now he like moves from being up in, in Dub's face and you notice he was standing on a chair to do it. Now he hops down and he gets in your face. Uncomfortably close. You can smell his stewy breath. I guess it's not a bad smell. It's just very stewy. And he says, any type of list you're on isn't a list worth being on, kiddo. Now, I don't know you, but I don't like the company you keep. All right. I don't know you either, and I don't give a fuck about you. Let's keep it that way. You move on. I move on. Please, uh, we need to uh, go and... uh... Barnabas is Look at always. how squirrely. Look at how squirrely Dove is. There's a person that can stand up tall in life that ain't ashamed of shit. Do you think they have that posture? That is the saddest looking fucking turtle I've ever seen in my life. A hand comes behind Blibble and starts to motion you away towards the group. Uh, Blibble, please. Uh, and uh, elegy. Look let's... at them shuffling around. Oh, bye, Dove. Shuffle on I, over to your little loser club. Um, can I use cantrips at any time? Or do I have to be like in? Yes. Oh, yeah, you can. Okay. Can I yes, use can. shape water to shape soup? <laughs> yes, you definitely can. Oh, God, can. here we go. <laughs> <laughs> Great. Um, do I need to do anything on my sheet or can I just tell you what, it, what happens? Uh, no, you, uh, just go ahead and tell me what anything. happens. Click the spell, right. it, it will pop um, up on the screen at least. Uh, so, Anne. oh, okay. You can click uh, the little speech bubble on it. Uh, yep. Yeah, it should pop so up. So in the pop. in the background, this is somatic um, too. So you could cast this quietly, like you don't yeah. you don't even have to say anything. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um. Out of Red Jasper's bowl, the like remaining drops of soup come out of it and just fly at the back of. Barney's head and like splash against the back of his head. Yeah. Um, he looks startled and surprised, especially because he's like bald and he whirls around this time at Red. And he's like, Now listen here, old man. I know your brain is as rotted as soup, but you fix to throw your soup at me again. And I'll break whatever little brittle shell you have left, old timer. Uh, Red has not heard any of this. All Red is doing is like, and that's why you <laughs> always trust a trog. <laughs> Give me a charisma saving throw. Just on like, yeah. It should be fine. Yeah, it's just fine. based off of like how your raw likability. Oh, you're not that likable. Okay, yeah. you're all four, yeah. What would be cute and wholesome to one person is a slight to Barnabas. And he turns your chair around. It, it like scrapes and makes a loud sound against the floor as he does so. And he like kind of looks you, he puts one hand on the back of your chair. He's a lot smaller than you are. And he just says, other people might fall for this whole, I don't got a lot going upstairs business. Doesn't work on me. I know you're sharper than you say you are. I know you're more dangerous than you say you are. 
I'm sorry, what is upstairs? <laughs> thin ass, buddy, thin ass. And he just like starts to walk away. Anyways, I'm gonna go count my money. <laughs> you know, you shouldn't like... walk on thin ice. Saunters back to this table full of like contracts and like a pile of money on it. Leaving you all kind of like Dove, especially feeling a little deflated about the whole thing. Yeah, as, as he walks away, there's just a <sighs> sorry about Barnabas. Uh, Red, this is Elegy. Uh, they will be joining us. Oh, hello. Pleased to meet you. Yes. Red? Sorry. Looked like someone I once knew. Perhaps the same bird has flown through both our skies. <sighs> yes, yes. Indeed. So we good? <laughs> uh, Everybody well, feel good? Yes, sorry, I was... You, you catch me, if, if you, like, look at me, I was still staring at Barnabas. Uh, I believe, yes. Uh, what time of day is it, Bronze? Um, It's, like, late afternoon at this point. Okay. Uh, should we reconvene tomorrow and head out? Tomorrow early? Sounds good. If we win now, it wouldn't make sense. Don't want to be looking for plants in the dark. I'm actually quite good at looking for plants in the dark. Well, not everyone. Dad, you look very sad. Uh, it's fine. It's, he has been a nuisance, but it is okay. That's how some people oh, are. Do you have a bully? <laughs> I used to have a bully when I was small. Hmm. And then I killed them. And really, things haven't been the same since then. For the better or for the worse? Anyways, a mixture. Life has its highs and its lows. Oh, that it does. Indeed. You know, but sometimes a little halfling can be the bane of your existence when you're a small little elephant. And then you turn into a big elephant. And they're still the same size. And that changes things. And then you go to a really dark, dark place. Do you go to but this it's okay. dark place, Marin? Is that a commonly visited position for you? You should work on that. Yes. No. Fair enough. Indeed. <laughs> Especially the story of how... Red Jasper killed the twelve-headed muskrat. Personally, it was very inspiring. Turns out it was twelve single-headed muskrats in some sort of outfit they'd crafted. Quite ingenious and threatening. I do remember that tale, yes. Glad yes. you shared it. Yes. It was a mecha muskrat. It was fascinating. <laughs> So anyways, um, <laughs> 12 added muskrat stories aside, maybe we should get some rest. Uh, 
do unless we're going at night either way i just no, you know we should go in the in the morning um bronze question for you being a guild member does elegy have a room somewhere in yes the, in yes elegy has a room in the guild tower no less now okay and that's known that guild members receive rooms yes yes okay pretty well known uh, one of the many perks uh, guild members have access to a special lab uh special resources depending on which guild they're in and they have a room higher ranking members have a like larger quarters but even with the one star elegy would have like sort of a dorm room situation type okay uh elegy can hmm this might be forward i apologize but uh you have a room do you not can we all stay there tonight maybe <clears throat> looks a little apprehensive in asking that <laughs> um i like look up up and down at the two turtles and i'm just like <laughs> do you not have your own accommodations in the city and i'm a little bit suspicious because like why would you not have uh, your own accommodation somewhere no we uh, visited today we we usually stay outside um <clears throat> am i allowed to bring people into the tower that aren't in the guild or would i get in trouble for that um, if they're actively assigned to a mission or to a contract, you definitely can okay. bring them up. Uh, you would need to get their signatures on the piece of paper and basically take responsibility for them, though. Oh, good. Okay. Um, so I at, like continue to kind of... I'm looking at how large they are. Um, this would be agreeable to me, however... I'm not sure how much space there will be for the rest of you. You are quite large. Little's very small. Comes in handy sometimes. Yes, but the other two, and I'm like looking up at them. Right. Well, perhaps you can accommodate the goblin, and me and Red can find our own shelter. Better than nothing, I would assume. We may try. However, it may not be comfortable. Perhaps perhaps this will um, perhaps this will get us used to the discomfort that we face ahead outside of the city. Plus side. Um, I guess little doesn't snore. I have to get them to sign the paper. Is that what you said? So mm -hmm. I just like yeah. pass it around and please put your signatures on this paper so that you may accompany me into the tower. Oh, okay. Walked up. Uh, I motioned towards red, knowing this will take some time. <laughs> red, you, you need to sign the contract. I told you about this oh. before we came. You've practiced. Oh. It's now time. Okay. Yes. Um. I hand you the... <laughs> And he like wipes his <laughs> spitty hand on the contract. <laughs> oh, done. Does that work? <laughs> is that? Is yeah, that, okay. it's his mark. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> That's not what we practice. I apologize. I motion towards Blibble and Elegy and Marin for that. 
that is very unsanitary. Uh, does Marin need to sign this as well? Since she's coming with us? Yeah, she's a part of your party. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah, I, I motion towards Marin. Marin, please. Yeah. You notice that as Marin signs, um, she also takes out like her her own guild sigil, um, carefully dips it in ink and puts it alongside her name. It's slightly different than yours, Elegy, as this is from the Cartographer's Guild. I'm glad I'm not sponsoring this motley crew. I'm sure that um, I'm sure that nothing untoward will happen. It's just for one night after all. We're just yeah, we're just sleeping tonight. Then we go get some plants in the morning. I mean, come on, should be fine. Well, I mean, except that deal you made with Starla. Starla's really mean, and sometimes there's other, you know, what is it? Conditions she puts on things. She's scary. Do any of the rest of us know who Starla is? Yeah, I do. They've mentioned the Starla is. Yeah, Elegy, you would definitely know as Starla is a two-star member of the guild, right. of your guild specifically. Yeah, she's a botanist, and she owns a rather out. highfalutin floral shop. Yes, um, give me a. Um, I guess this would be like a, a history check. Okay. Just to see, like. What you know about the history of the city? You have no clue. You've maybe seen her in passing, though. She's a rather, like, noticeable little goblin. Okay. So when they sh- when Marin mentions Marla, I kind of perk up. I'm like, this contract is with Marla. What other conditions might she have put on this, Blibble? Starla, I believe. Starla, actually. Yeah. But, um, Mm -hmm. I mean, she could be a little shady sometimes, but she usually gets, you know, work in general. I mean, (coughs) sorry. (laughs) It's turkey, my throat. (coughs) Oh, sorry. (laughs) Sorry. Um, yeah, no, I should be fine. Yes, but what were her conditions? For this contract. Well, as I understand it, um, I think because uh, she sourced the contract, 15%, which obviously I'm not happy about, but beggars can't be choosers uh, when it comes to getting work. So, you know, just kind of dealing with that. You'd uh, take that out of my cut, whatever, you know, it's fine. Elegy, give me an intelligence check. Okay. Ooh. Ooh, very nice. Yeah, so you know that the person that sponsors the contract gets to set the conditions. Oftentimes that means they're entitled to more pay, but it also means they're a little bit more responsible if something goes wrong, um, and it's their rank that they're staking. Starla taking 15% of a contract that she didn't sponsor is highly unethical. Technically, it's not illegal, but it's still pretty messed up to go ahead and take a percentage of a contract that you're not sponsoring yourself. 
Um, you also wonder if that's why your name popped up to Blibble, because she's kind of putting all of the risk on your guild standing while taking 15% off the top. Okay. Um, I look at Marion. She's also a member of the, she's the she's a member uh, of the cartography, cartography guild. guild. Yep. Mm -hmm. I guess I would would I also be like aware of her? I guess I saw her her like sigil thing. Um, mm -hmm. uh, were you aware that Starla wished to take a percentage of this fee, of this reward, and yet she refuses to sponsor this this contract? <gasps> she's taking a percentage. Oh, Blibble! And she told you to pay me with plants. That's so mean. I wasn't. I wasn't trying to be mean. Just you know, I, I heard that you like getting paid with plants. Some people like that. I don't know. She like scrunches up her nose at you. I thought you were my small friend. I mean, I, I mean, I'd like to be friends. To be fair, I mean, I just met you. You could be secretly evil, and Blibble would know, potentially. But if. Elegy, and she turns to you, if you're sponsoring the contract, you should be entitled to the 15%. That is true. That is the way, and I look kind of at the rest of the group, that is the way that it is supposed to be. What Starla is doing, it's corrupt. Well then, what if we do the contract and uh, we uh, figure out this whole Starla business afterwards? Or before? What would you want to do? Well, I have not signed it yet, so we could go deal, or I should say speak with her before. Unless you'd rather just go and fulfill the contract and deal with it afterwards. I'm okay with whatever. And for what it's worth, Marin, uh, Blibble pulled me aside and did say he would be paying you the full fee, as well as one of the fronts. He did oh, not. Oh, really? He did not mean to slight you. I kind of wink at Blibble. Oh. was like, thank you so much, Blibble. You are still my small-shaped friend. And she like takes her trunk and pats you on the shoulder. Yeah, yeah, that's no problem. Just being, being good. You are so very good. I do not know why they threw you with such disgrace out of the university. Yeah, me neither. Oh, well. So. <laughs> <laughs> she gathers up her bags. <laughs> we need to work on your oversharing, Marin. Uh, anyways, shall we go and speak with Starla tonight or continue the contract as is? I can sign it now. I just want us all to I be in agreement first. That would. Uh... Be in elegies. Maybe uh, leave it up to leave it up to them. You know they're the ones taking is, the bigger risk. Absolutely. Is Starla's name like on the contract at all, or was that just a verbal agreement? No, it was it's a not, verbal okay. agreement. Great. Um, <clears throat> so I look at the contract and I say, truth be told, 
These frontal fronds will be of great use to many, and are worth a great deal. I believe that it is useful for us to retrieve them anyways, and we may learn even more on our journey. Perhaps Starla will have to be dealt with afterward. What she's doing, as I mentioned, it's completely unethical. It's not the way that the guild should operate. I believe that we should talk to her afterward, but still the frontal fronds will be useful. Very well. All right. I'll sign Good. now. Yeah. Got through it. <laughs> when I get mine, I'm going to lick it and see what it tastes like. I'm signing as this is happening, just kind of disregarding that. What I do a survival yeah, is, check or, or an arcana check to see if that's advisable or not? A survival check. You could probably lick it. Should be fine. <laughs> um, what's your signature look like, Dove? I'm curious now. Uh, I think everyone's like expecting you to sign like red. Like, oh, that's just how turtle sign. It is uh, very, re probably the most, re hopefully, the most regal of the signatures on the, the page. Hmm. And maybe doesn't okay. say Dove shale on it but you're not able to make what does it out say? you're not able to make out ah. I, as soon as i signed it i fold it hand it to elegy well then we are in agreeance uh elegy and blibble are, can Marin stay with you as well me and red can find i don't know somewhere outside the city and be fine for the evening is that agreeable you can stay with me you have a room Yes, I'm a member of the Cartographers Guild. Right. Oh, right. Well, look, look at that. Well, there we go. So glad we ran into you. It worked out perfectly. It did. Not only because your room, but you know, because of your skill set, it's invaluable to the team. <laughs> yeah, I'm wondering if maybe I should have negotiated a higher pay rate for that. Oh well. It's fine. No need. Listen, out of everybody, it sounds like Blibble's getting screwed the most with the pay. And, and I'm the one that even brought this contract here. So let's all just hopefully get a good sleep and uh, then we'll meet up tomorrow. Very well. Blibble, are you, I should ask Elegy, are you comfortable with Blibble staying with you? I and Red will go with Marin tonight. I'll just stay in the corner. That sounds like a good arrangement since my room is more designed for people of my stature. Bubble and I should be, I guess, about the same height. I think. I uh, whereas uh, the loxodon is a little bit more turtle shaped. Right. I'll uh, lean down and kind of get close to Bubbles there. No turkey legs tonight, please. <laughs> oh, I'm not going to get any more turkey legs. Of course, I'd have to go down, come back up, and then it would be a whole thing. Of course, I wouldn't do that. That's stupid. And because it would offend our friend. Also, because it would offend our friend. Of course. Okay. You hear Very in the well. background? We got an order for six turkey legs to go. <laughs> six, six turkey legs to go. Got them all packed up here. I, I, I kind like of prank look order? knowingly at Blibble. That wasn't me. That wasn't me. Come on. Very well. Red. They're prepaid. Six turkey legs to go. Blibble, perhaps We're you gonna want to have take to throw them out at the end of the night. 
I'm trying to get people out of the <laughs> bar as this is happening. Get him out. <laughs> I'm shooing people along. Uh, we'll meet here tomorrow outside. Very well. Okay. We kind of split off Blibble with LG and me and Red with, uh, with Marin. Mm-hmm. You head towards the east lift, whereas Elegy and Blibble head towards the west lift. Both of these are kind of like operated by these strange cogs that kind of click together um, and with a magnetic force almost gently whir you upwards towards a region of the city known as the Zephyr Ring. This is where majority of the guild headquarters are situated. And the Cartographer's Guild looks very different than the Latin and Zoology Guild. The original name is Dwarvish and kind of has like a bunch of symbols kind of um, like together at the, at the guild entrance. And as you look up, it almost looks like a bunch of concentric rings. And there's like a, is it called an orrery? I think is what it is at the, at the top of that tower. Um, Marin kind of flashes her credentials and they let her in and you find yourselves in a beautiful circular chamber and the floor has constellations kind of set into the glossy black marble. Um, they glow faintly and they're the main source of illumination in this room. She leads you to her chambers, which are on the bottom floor, uh, kind of towards the north end of the room. And as you open them, you realize like they're very modest, almost like she doesn't spend a lot of time here. It's a little Spartan in nature, but quite roomy given her stature and size. Um, she passes a bugbear in the hall that she fist bumps. And you realize like Marin has a lot of friends, but is not, so she's like popular, but she's not one of the go-getters in the academy, if that makes sense, or in the guild. Um, she hasn't climbed despite being in it for a very long time. Um, but she kind of knows everyone, which is the other reason you wonder if she's been here for a while. She has quite a few friends. Um, yeah, she leads you to her chambers, close the door behind her, and she takes out like a couple of big bedrolls and like spreads them out on the ground. And she's like, um, as you're like kind of getting ready to go to bed, uh, she says, I suppose we'll have to stop by the requisitions, uh, what is it, hall? and use some of our budget for travel materials. What, what, what are these things? He's like pointing at a wall. <laughs> Red, um, that is a wall. You've been surrounded by them since we walked into the city. We've spoken about this when before. Where did the city get so many walls? It has been <laughs> growing constantly. We have also spoken about that. I I apologize, Marin. Marin, last you time I was here. You want me to open a here, window? Last time I was here, it was all roofs and sticks. When did the city get so many walls? It hasn't been roofs and sticks for 400 years. <laughs> well, that would explain it. It's been some time, Baron. I can see that. Well, I hope it's not off-putting to you. 
I just don't understand why one would want to be so confined. Oh, that part I get. I don't spend much time here myself. I like I to camp. Felt... I love to camp. Should we go camping now? She like looks at Dove, kind of like unsure of how to handle this. Uh, Red, we're staying here for the evening and departing in the morning. We'll be sleeping right here. Baron has graciously offered her, I point to the, the bed below you, her room to sleep in. Oh. All right, well, not the same, but I'll, I'll try. It's very generous. We appreciate it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> We appreciate it, Marin. It's very nice of you. You see Marin kind of like looking concerned, and then she's like, maybe we should have gone with Blibble. Blibble said he didn't snore. Well, if you position him, and I, I like walk over towards Red and move him very slightly, slowly into the perfect position to where he's not drooling, but his nose has like a clear uh, elevation <laughs> to where there's no snoring. <laughs> or if it is, it's more of a wheeze than an outright snore. Oh, good, good. Um, you see, Marin does have very large ears, and so I think things are just a little louder for her in general. She like um gets in bed and you notice she takes her pillow and like puts it over her head dove as you're like settling down for sleep yourself yeah yeah okay uh if once she settles down to sleep i will try to uh leave the room quietly i don't know if you want me to make a roll for that but oh i think bronze's headset died again oh i think i lost you again that's correct <laughs> <laughs> I leave so quietly that bronze doesn't even know. <laughs> we'll wait. We'll wait for it to come back. Let's see. I think I heard myself too. There we go. Oh, I can hear a little bit of you too. Yeah. Sound yeah. good. You sound good. We all good bronze. Yes. 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 Okay. Uh, once she lays down to go to sleep, I will try to leave the room uh, quietly. I don't know if you want to make me a or want me to make a stealth roll for that, but I can. Um. Yeah. Go ahead and give a stealth check. You only need to be an eight, to be honest, because they're both well, asleep. That's so. the GM curse right there. Okay, fourteen. Hey. <laughs> yeah, you're able to slip out without waking either of them. All right. I will uh, make my. Is it like super late? Can we say the time has passed? Or later into um, the night. What's, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Depending on what time you leave, if you choose to leave, like in the middle of the night, you definitely can. Yeah, uh, I want to go back to uh, to the bar. Okay, yeah, you head back to the bar. What? On the other side of the Zephyr Ring, Blibble and Elegy make their way towards the bot, the, the sort of Guild of Botany and Zoology. Um, this actually looks a bit like a treehouse. Uh, the the sort of like metal alloy that forms the base of this tree as well as it's like very many arcing branches kind of reach out 
um, almost like to the stars, it feels like. It's, it's one of the older and larger guilds in the city. Um, you reach the main entrance and your credentials, of course, grant you access. And you kind of go up a series of, of a almost labyrinthine tunnel or network, I should say, of um, stairways that kind of go up and around this like central vestibule space. Um, it's very different than the Guild of Cartography in that it feels less sterile. It feels a lot more warm in here. The light comes from like little lanterns full of fireflies hung at regular intervals. And you reach what almost feels like a small treehouse, which is where your accommodations are. Um, you have large windows on each side of your chamber looking out onto all the rings of the city as well as the stars above. It's a small but gorgeous room, and it's, of course, adorned in whatever fashion you choose, Anne. Yeah, there's just, um, <clears throat> there's a lot of, like, potted plants and, like, little, uh, like, plants hanging from the ceiling, and there's, like, lots of vines everywhere and, like, little gardening tools, and um, there's a lot of, like, natural light from the big windows, and, um, a lot of books and other just small, like a little table with, um, I forget what the thing is called, but it's like the the bowl that you like mush things in. I can't remember. Oh, the name, yeah. The name. Um, pestle, mortar pestle, and pestle. Mortar. Yeah, pestle. Yeah, yeah, mortar and pestle, like mm -hmm. that kind of stuff. Um, and there's just like a small, um, like a very small bed um, kind of tucked in a corner underneath some like branches and things. Um, and I just kind of walk in and like, I um, I don't have much in the way of comforts. Mostly I just use this for my work and for brief sleep, but um, you're welcome to make yourself at home. Uh, no worries. Libble's not picky. It's a nice place. A lot of plants. They ever get, uh, they ever get annoying watering all these plants? Do they die much or often is the turnover rate for these? <laughs> Uh, I kind of look confused at the idea of, of that, and I'm just like, it's my do honor you just... to take care of these plants, to nurture them, and to use them, and, and the gifts that they provide me to help others. Right. I figured as much. Sometimes people, you know, they have people that water them themselves, or they use, you know, to keep them alive. Um, I'm just curious. It's always interesting. Nice and comfy in here. Don't worry about me. I got my bedroll. I'll just roll it out here in the corner. He just goes to start like taking out, taking apart his pack and get his bedroll rolled out. I just watch him for a second and then I go and kind of like check some of the plants. I'm like putting my finger in the dirt to like see the if it needs to be watered or not, that kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. Yeah, the. The plants here are like shockingly well taken care of, I would say. And and yeah, there are a couple that need a little bit of, of water, but the most of them have like the right amount of, of moisture in the soil. Um, do you do anything else before bed other than engaging in this like little ritual? Um, well, while he's like getting comfortable and everything, I, um, I say, so... Marin mentioned that you were cast out of the university. Oh, here we go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I was. Go ahead, fire away. What do you want to know? 
Well, of course. Why were you cast out? Because I disagreed with those that were trying to teach me. You disagreed not evil. with the people who you sought to be taught by? The thing with them, if you want to know something about me, is I don't like it when people willingly gatekeep knowledge when they see the potential in a student just to exert their authority over them. I don't think it's right. I think they should take their potential and nurture it. The opposite was the case for me. Whereas I have the abilities, and they just wanted to slow me down. I don't know if it's because they felt threatened, or it's just because they decided that they wanted to exert and show that they had authority over me. I think it's the latter. And that happened enough to the point where they thought I was no longer fit to be in the school. So if you must know, that is why I was thrown out. That... <sighs> And also, I might have uh, gotten some power another way. But mainly the first one. <laughs> Do you feel that you often have trouble with authority, Blibble? Well, it depends on the authority. If they're a dick and they're being a dick just for being a dick, then yes, I have a problem with them. But if they're respectful, if they're understanding, if they communicate well, and they're not a dick, then no, I don't have a problem with authority. If someone's in a position of authority and they deserve to be in that position, then I'm okay with it. But if, that, if, if they're in a position of authority and they're a fucking dickhead, well then, no, I'm not okay with it. And yes, I understand, sometimes you gotta take your lumps. <sighs> Suffice it to say, what went down in school was just too much. I go back to, like, my plants. Just like, that's um that's a very interesting way of looking at it. I I wonder if perhaps in our adventures together I will learn more about uh the way that you think because it seems odd to me to question those who have been placed in in a position to teach you and to think that they are not able to teach you in the proper way. We are all here to learn after all. I would say that they weren't able to. I would say that they were unwilling. More for unwilling. another time. We should get some sleep. We got a big day tomorrow. You sense that Blibble yes. doesn't want to talk about it anymore. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, this, is, this is true. That is a wise thing that you have said. Let us sleep. And I start, like, turning off the lights and, like dousing the candles and stuff. Mm -hmm. Cross town, Dove makes their way back to the last call. For what purpose, we will have to find out after this short break. Great. Let's take a break. Be right back. In like five or six, something like that. We'll see you guys then. And we are back. Dove, you are making your way through the quickly sort of like try to describe how it like you know how like when a crowd rapidly starts to disperse after a certain hour yeah. that is happening at the time that you are now making your way back into the lower regions of the city okay. the Sankmar, Sankmar I, district I have a hood I put it up I don't know if I mean I'm a turtle, so <laughs> you yeah. know 
<laughs> it is what it is. Um, the, I, I don't want to go into the bar, but I want to be able to see if yeah. Barnabas is in the bar. If that yeah. makes sense. Kind of like peering through. Mm-hmm. You gaze at the square. You see the large bell formed of the melted down weapons of fallen, you know, sort of quest takers and contracts takers in the town. It's rung every time a new crew embarks on an adventure. The starlight kind of falls over it, catching certain hilt and certain blades that look sharper than others. And you see the warm lights coming out of the somewhat frosted windows of the last call. As you peer through a window, sure enough, you do see Bruce kind of closing up shop. And the very last patrons are kind of making their way out. Uh, other than people that have rented a room there. Amongst them is, of course, good old Barney. He looks a little drunker than usual, and uh, he's kind of stumbling a little on his way out. Okay. Uh, I will hide. Why is it only when you talk I lose my audio? Oh, I don't know. (laughs) I'll wait. (laughs) I'm so sorry. Okay. You good? I think you're good. Okay, yeah, I did the cutout thing, so I think I'm good. Yes? I'm sorry, what? Are we good? Yes, we're good. Okay, cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I, I don't want him to see me, so I'll do my best to kind of like slip behind or fit in with the crowd, and I just I wait for him to leave the bar. And once he does, if possible, mm-hmm. I kind of enter in from the other side. Um, mm-hmm. But before I do, I would like to shape change into Barnabas. Ooh, yeah, your turtle form kind of melts away and you are still in dove shale's clothing, but you are now Barnabas. Okay. Uh, it's okay if I'm in the clothes, I guess. Um, as I like kind of shape change, I start to at least try my best to mimic a drunken stupor. Uh, and sit mm-hmm. down at the the bar once again, and uh, I kind of like clang a, a coin on the bar. Well, let me let me get another round, Bruce. I I need it. Oh, uh, you notice like Bruce is like kind of closing up, but he's also a little intimidated by Barnabas, so he doesn't want to turn you away, and he's kind of like. Uh, yeah, um, sure, but I'd appreciate if this was the last one. You said the last three were the last one. Yeah, it's the last one, Goose, I promise. I just, it's been, it's been a duff. It's been a day. He goes and he, like, starts to pour it. Give me a deception check with advantage since you are shape-shifted. Okay, please work. 24, let's go. Yeah. Um, yeah, you notice, like, uh, Bruce doesn't look very carefully at your clothing at all and kind of is, like, busy anyway, trying to, like, shut down. Um, the bar tends to shut down for a couple hours to prep for the next day, but it is open pretty late. So, yeah, he just kind of, like, fills your glass, slides you another flag in, and kind of, like, gets back to doing what he's doing. Okay. I just kind of, I I start talking as if he's listening and uh, mm-hmm. you you know it's it's been it's been real hard on me on me Bruce uh, seeing 
seeing Dove today, it reminded me of those missions. You know, I've talked to you those about uh, about those, right? Oh yeah, I mean, I'm, I imagine so. Yeah. Yeah, it uh, pretty dark stuff. I'm I'm tough on on Dove. It it wasn't their fault though, and it wasn't my fault. I just. Uh, I, I miss my my friends that we lost in battle. You know, every every time I pass out the, in by the square, out there, I'm I'm reminded of them. Mm, imagine so. Really close and sucks to make rank to three star on your own. I understand that. Yeah, I mean it. I it, it doesn't. <laughs> I am alone, Bruce. I, I don't, I pushed Dove away, but I don't mean it. They're a good person. They didn't do anything wrong. I didn't do anything wrong. I like take a big drink. Yeah. I mean, it's not my place to, to say anything. And so I didn't want to, but they are a kind soul. And I think it's, uh, it's not great to, be hard on people that won't be hard back. It, but, you know, no offense intended. I'm sure the way you handle things is is your business. Well, that, and, that's right. Uh, that's right. That's right, Deuce. I, it is It is how I handle things. I, that's right. Like I uh, kind of like f- stumble forward and my head hits the, the glass, kicks me back up. Well, I, I just... If you if you see me, I take it too far sometimes. So just just stop me next time, okay? I feel bad about it. You know how I how I treated Dove today. I mean, yeah. If you're if you're okay with it, yeah, I'll, I'll I'll step in next time. I won't let you do something you'll regret next time. Okay. Because right. other people see that, and you know, it reflects on you a little. You've yeah. got an illustrious history, but I don't know. It's it's a bit much sometimes. But like I said, it's not my place. But if you if you say so, you know, well, next time I'll just remind you of uh, how you felt right in this moment right here. Well, I, I I appreciate that. I appreciate that. I'd take one one last thing. Slam the stein on the table. All right. Well, I better be going. Hey, uh, don't mention the, 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 you know, this, this conversation we had. I, I don't, uh, I got a, you know, expectations to keep up and you know, adventure types, how, how we are. I, I get it. And, um, you know, for the record, I try not to judge you, you know, Losing a hunting partner is hard enough, and losing your life partner, that's way harder. That's right. But I'm sure you'll bounce back, and, you know, you're still young. You should put yourself out there more. Maybe I will. That's that's a good idea. That's a good idea. All right, Bruce. I kind of wrapped the, the bar. Uh, I'll be going now. You Thanks again for the, the serving. Have a, have a good one. He gives you like a little salute and uh, grabs the flagon and starts rinsing it out and 
putting the rest of the chairs on top of the tables as he gets ready to like mop. Yeah. I drunkenly stupor out until I'm out of eyesight. And once I'm in a position to where I can kind of go back into dove, I do so and try to make my way back to the room. I I would hope I set up security so that I can just kind of walk back to the room. Yeah. Okay. Got it. Yeah. You definitely like, um, were vouched for by Marin on the way in. And so cool. you're able to, to make your way back um, pretty easily. Uh, do give me a second stealth check, though. All right. As you, like, shapeshift back. 17. Yeah. Your passing goes unnoticed. And Great. you slink back to the guild tower, um, unmarked by anyone. The rest of the night passes uneventfully. You all enjoy the benefits of a long rest, especially because you have sort of safe haven. You haven't had to make your camp out in the wild. It will come with its own unique set of challenges. Elegy, you are awoken to a rapping on your window. The skylight window specifically. Okay. Um, can I open it? Or, like, see who's there, I guess? Yeah, you see the big bird eyes of a pigeon aracocra uh, known as Sable. Okay. He's one of your quirky, more quirky acquaintances. Um, so I climb to a place where I can, like, open the, the skylight. Sable, what are you doing here? Wanted to see you. <laughs> Just like stare for a second. Like, yeah. E- yes, but did you need something? Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, and she puts both of her wings together, and this is when you see that one is horribly bent out of shape. I broke it again. But I didn't want to open with that because then you would think that I only come to you when I need need something. I um I just look at the at her like wing and kind of take it in my hand. I'm like again, you have to be more careful. And you know that you can always come to me when you need help. If you only need help, that is who I am, and that's what I'm here for. Come inside. Let me get you fixed up. She kind of floats down, flapping, like, one wing awkwardly, and then, like, uh, kind of, like, absentmindedly, like, with her little neck bobbing, walks around the room, her little aracocra feet tapping on the ground, and she's wearing uh, what looks to be, like, cleric's garb with a little bit of chain mail on her. and she stops when her foot hits Blibble. Oh. She, like, puts her face, like, down in yours. You see, like, a little bird beak. Does it have anything broken? She looks up at you, Elegy. I look down at him. He says no, but I'm not sure yet. 
Anyway, we're supposed to be fulfilling a contract and beginning beginning today. But um I'm not sure. I'm not sure yet. Let's just let's just get your wing fixed. I start like rifling around in my desk and like looking for mm-hmm. the things I need to fix the wingtip. She she kind of like does the the weird like sideways head bob thing that LG also hit you with blibble and she's just like Sometimes things are broken on the inside, and they do not appear broken on the outside. You speak wisely, Sable, as always. I try. She, like, waddles over to you, jetting out like a grotesquely bent-out-of-shape wing that doesn't appear to be bothering her at all. What happened this time, Sable? Oh, um, uh, rampaging, um, large, cloven-hoofed beast. I came underneath said hooves. I, too, is trample. Unfortunate. Unfortunate, really. How are you trampled, Sable, when you can fly out of the way? Uh, I was very focused on helping... Um, heard, said cloven-hoofed creature, back into enclosure safely. And in my zeal for a job well done, I forgot that I can fly. Oh, Sable. It's just like you to sometimes forget the wonderful gift that you have been given. I say that kind of quietly, almost more to myself than to Sable. She like um like watches you like get your your items ready and uh doesn't even mark your your sadness <laughs> as you say these words and she's like you know, maybe had one too many concussions and um <laughs> she says uh mm, uh, you, um, um, are, uh, very good at, uh, contract work. Yes? Well, I'm not in the guild for nothing, I suppose. Hmm. Mm, 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 mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I, um, reckon perhaps, uh, you could be a much higher ranking, star ranking, if you were to desire as such. How do you reckon that, Sable? Oh, you are very smart and very pretty, Elegy. Um, I start, like, messing with this stuff kind of, like, faster. Um, well, uh, intelligence, perhaps. I do study as much as I can. But it seems that intelligence enough is is not the way to pr- the way to progress in the guild, not always. I have to fulfill these contracts. Hmm. It I think People mm, use methods 
to climb, which are not always um, in line with one's moral compass. I think that the fiber of someone's moral being is very important. And your moral fiber is very fibrous. And your beak is very glossy. Yes, it's, um, well, you know what I always say, Sable, is my wings were taken, but my integrity was not. You're... I'm sorry, can you say that one? It's just what, You're... something that I got from my, from my ancestors, you know? My wings were taken. My integrity was not. That's so sad. No wonder you are such a dark, tragic figure. Oh, bro, bro, no more. No more talking like. Oh. 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 She like comes over to you, Blibble. And just kind of like pushes you with her aerocochra foot, like onto one side, like kind of like nudging you awake. <laughs> oh. <laughs> what the fuck? Sir, we are, um, we are, um, having a moment, and, um, you are, um, um, making it, um, you are rendering my, um, flirting useless. Elegy, what the fuck is going on? <laughs> um, so I just put down all the stuff that I was messing with and I walk over. Um, Blibble, this is a friend of mine, Sable. Sable is just visiting so that I can fix uh, a problem for her. Um, Sable, this is Blibble. We are going on an adventure. Fulfilling a contract, you know. I'm sorry, should I? <laughs> Not often I get woke up like that. Um, you want me to wait in the hall? No, no. Moment is ruined. <laughs> you see, oh, like, some of I, her feathers I, are, like, a little ruffled, just slightly. Forgive, forgive me, I, I didn't even know you were here. I, <laughs> I was asleep, as you could tell. You sleep <laughs> with your eyes open? Sometimes, I've been told. Oh, wow. With my eyes open? No. <laughs> okay. I'm going to go in the hall for a second. <laughs> you guys um, finish up. Uh, I didn't mean to. No, you are welcome to stay. You should see Elegy work. She can um, uh, crack a bone into place. Um with dexterousness that would impress you. Yeah, I have, um, I've heard elegies really good at um, mending things. It is gnarly um, to watch, observe. And she extends like a truly mangled, bent out of shape wing. 
Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> Whatever the Jesus it's Christ like a bit of is. Like, <laughs> yeah. She's got a bit of like hollow bone poking out between the feathers. <laughs> of course, and I'm like talking as I'm kind of like looking at her wing and everything. Um, of course, it's much more delicate work with the with the bones of an of an aracocra. Um, aracocra. The mm -hmm. bones are are hollow. You see, uh, not like your bones, which are I'm sure very solid. And I'm just like flying things and like you know straightening it out. Um, yeah, the, the things, like, everything kind of, like, starts to snap into place, um, and sort of be reset. Uh, give me a medicine check just to see, like, how painlessly you're able to do this. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> yeah, you're very good at your work, but this time it's a little <laughs> less, um, pleasant than usual. And so uh, as she's, like, casually talking, she's trying really hard to conceal uh, her discomfort. Let's see how well she rolls. I'm, like, clearly distracted while I'm working. <laughs> oh, yeah, not very good. So she's just like, I, wow. I sustain injuries um, like this. Um, all the... <gasps> Are you... Time. Are you okay, Mabel? I am. <laughs> Fine. It's quite all right. <laughs> Her eyes like begin to well up with tears. It's gonna be okay, I think. I am aware it will be okay. I uh, have <clears throat> got did this procedure done before before are you are you are you finished um and i'm like i seem agitated kind of by because it's like not going well um <laughs> oh no i'm just like like i'm it's i'm having some difficulty i think maybe perhaps it just, how many of the hoofed creatures stepped on you? And I'm like trying to like get it. <laughs> just the one, just the one as it like snaps into place. Oh, thank the light. Oh, yes, just the, uh, just the, just the, just the one. <clears throat> hey, we got there. <laughs> <laughs> I like I, just kind of as, cast an annoyed look at Blibble as I like go back to putting my tools away. As I said, Elegy is very smart with a very shiny beak and very good at her work. See, just like new. And she flaps her wing, and you notice like it does look good, although the process was a little less elegant than she originally described. Yes, yeah, uh, some solid work. How's it feel? Brand new. Good. Good. Well, I suppose I should be off. Um, Flying, if you can now. I <laughs> can. This is true. This is. Mm, 
it's true. Um, I will give you your payment as owed. And um, since you're going on a mission, um, Elegy, uh, you can you can use um, my father's my father's um, mount service. Father's what now? Oh, my father owns a, a service um, by which you can uh, rent mounts or um, co coaches. Oh, that's very nice of you to, uh, that's, that's really cool. <laughs> well, it's uh, not, it's not you. for you. It's for no, it's not, Well, okay. So, well, I, I had a feeling we'd get there, but I was just saying it was nice of you to, to say in general, to offer to somebody, I'm going to be in the hall. He just grabs the door and goes out <laughs> in the hallway. Yeah. As Blibble leaves, uh, her hurry gets more. She like kind of fumbles, tripping over some plants. Oh, sorry, little one. And like putting it back on the shelf. Um, uh, um, good day. <laughs> she begins to walk, like kind of flutter less elegantly out of the skylight. Okay. And as she's like, leaving and um is probably out of range to hear but i just say oh okay i'll see you again she like can't hear this because she's too far away mm -hmm. um and Do then you want to take guess, anything from your from your um belongings with you on this journey um so i already have like have my character has an herbalism kit, which I'm not sure what all mm -hmm. that has in it. Um, and then also um, have some like mistletoe hanging that's dried. And so I'll just like cut a couple pieces and put them in my bag. You rejoin Blibble out in the hall, I'm assuming. Yeah. Blibble, are you still there? Yes. Yeah, he's still in the hall. Um, so, so I just close the door. I mean, like, uh -huh. uh, I'm sorry about that intrusion and, and the rude awakening. Ah, it's all right. It's not the weirdest way I've gotten woken up. Uh, perhaps we should go and find the others so that we can uh, begin our journey. It sounds good. You good? I will be. Yes, and I start walking away. Fair enough. Little follows after. You head down to the last call as Red Jasper, Dove Shale, and Marin make their preparations. You notice this morning Marin is less plucky than usual, and she has bags under her eyes. She like is kind of like sullenly putting her like knapsack together, throwing it. It's almost like a bindle, like on a stick yeah. over one shoulder. Okay. I must acquire coffee. <laughs> she like stomps around her room. Are you not a morning person? And then like, she like casts a side eye at red Jasper and like, doesn't want to say anything. She's like, normally I am, but I just couldn't sleep last night. I'm sorry to hear that. Uh, hopefully you 
We'll find that sleep tonight out in the wilds. More peaceful. Hopefully. Find. Red, are you? Hopefully. Are you ready, Red? <sighs> I had a great night of sleep. I expected you would. We appreciate the cots you provided, Baron. They were much softer than we're used to, admittedly. I hand stuff them with uh, what exactly? I've kind of <laughs> hey, what else would I hand stuff them with? I, I don't. I I'm not a pillow. Person, a comforter, whatever you Feathers, you, want you monster! I did not say that. I do know that oh. some do. Uh, I'm we, a vegetarian. As she like oh, continues, like me too. Are you also a vegetarian? What's your favorite vegetable? I like carrots. Oh. I like carrots, too. What's your second favorite vegetable? I like beet. <gasps> I love beet. What's your third favorite vegetable? I start kind of packing my stuff together because I, I know this zucchini. is going to go on for a while. <laughs> What's your fourth favorite? <laughs> he just keeps going. <laughs> she keeps going, too. And this conversation continues all the way down to the last call, where instead of Bruce, there is someone else working. This time, it's a half-elf. Her hair is French braided in two sort of plaits that come down both of her shoulders. And you all know her as Maria. Noted. Instead of ale, at this hour of the day, they are serving tea, coffee, and other tinctures, tonics, and bitters. Is it all of us there? Or is it them just approaching as a meeting? I think we like approach. Oh, no, no. Yeah. You'd probably approach around the same time. Yeah. Okay. Did everybody sleep well? Oh. No. She, she oh. requires some coffee. <laughs> She's not a morning person. But yes. Oh, was yeah. Very nice. Yourself? Yeah. I slept pretty good. Nice digs. That uh, old allergy here has comfy. Thank you, by the way. You are welcome. Uh, Marin, you wish to get some coffee. I, myself, would like some tea. Anyone else? I, I love some tea. You sounds good. Nothing for me. Thank you, though. I just nod and start walking toward the bartender. Mm -hmm. Yeah, she's got, like... A bunch of different concoctions brewing in a lot of different glassware. Some of them kind of distilling upwards and then dripping down dropwise into like glasses and stuff. Um, the menu has a rotating tap. Um, there is like fresh coffee, uh, which is like <laughs> processed by a rare variety of lizard, if you catch my drift. Um, and then there is a number of teas. Uh, the ones that she currently has are honey lavender. There is a really robust black tea served with brown sugar and steamed milk. 
And then there is a rose tea that is like super fragrant and a little bit lighter. And it's like blended with green tea. Um, and I know the bartender already. Like we've been mm -hmm. Yeah, Maria is usually here for, for the breakfast service. Okay. Um, good morning, Maria. Good morning. What can I get for you today? She like wipes her hands on her apron. I will take a coffee for my friend and and I'm like looking at the tea options. I suppose I will have one each of your tea options today. Very well, one of each. And you notice she conjures not one, not two, but multiple mage hands to like help her in her work. The little glasses start tinkling and in no time whatsoever, she kind of hands you a flight, almost a tray with one of each tea and a big cup of coffee, knowing that it's for Marin, since you mentioned it was for your friend. It's like twice the size of the other one. She slides it over and then doing some quick math says one gold. I dig in my bag and like hand her the one gold piece. By the way, um, right. how is your aunt doing? How is her what doing? Her aunt? Her aunt, yeah. Oh, well, I mean, better now. <laughs> that fever was really something fierce. Thank you for your assistance with that. So, of course, it's my duty. I'm glad to hear that she's doing better. I appreciate uh, your help. We all love you here. And I, like, pick up the tray, kind of, like, look embarrassed, and then start to, like, walk away. So to everybody um and then i guess uh, you guys see me like approaching with this tray of four beverages and for you marin and i like pick up the big coffee and like, hand it to her <laughs> marin downs it in almost one gulp she puts her like her trunk in the, like steaming hot liquid and with like great savor almost like opening her mouth to let in all the fumes, just go. Oh, thank God. <laughs> she begins to like um, rub out her eye bags. And um, for you, Red, perhaps a nice rose tea. And I like hand him the rose um, tea. Has it been sustainably sourced? Uh, very. Do important. I know whether or not it has been? Yeah, of course it has. I mean, come on. You think Maria's gonna gonna do you bad? Did they what ask? Did they ask the plants for permission? You have probably. To you can't just go plucking plants from the ground. Forgive Ray. Uh, we had a very I'll take, bad. I'll take the tea. I'll take the tea. Just give it to me. We're in a thank you. Hold on, hold on. I'm, I'm not saying I won't take the tea. I just want to know what kind of tea I'm taking. Let me hold on. Give me a second. Well, I'll ask the tea. Were you asked permission before you were made tea? <laughs> yeah, they say yeah. It's all good. Here you go. All right. <laughs> uh, uh, thanks. <laughs> I lean Red, in, as you uh, drink, I, I lean in door, towards Blibble and just go, yeah. I do that trick too every now and then. <laughs> <laughs> it works. 
as you consume the tea red jasper, the rose's aroma almost like surrounds you and the green tea invigorates you. Your eyes look a little brighter. Your breath is a little fresher. You gain a plus one to charisma-based skill check. Ooh. Oh. Well, hey, you made the right choice, friend. And he gives a little wink and a nod to Elegy. Um, I'm like kind of relieved that we passed by that whole situation because I felt very like <laughs> awkward about it. Um, I just look at Blibble. Uh, for you, uh, I'm like scared now to offer him a tea because I'm worried he's gonna like a the a nice black tea. I like hand it to him. Where did the tea leaves the come from? I'm just kidding. I don't give a shit. <laughs> give it to me. <laughs> Yeah, the black tea is very, like, brisk, um, and you actually get advantage on perception checks for the next 12 hours. Nice. It is also the priciest of the teas on the show. <sighs> oh, that's got a kick. Good, though. Very good. Thank you. And then I, I just start drinking the honey lavender one. The honey lavender makes you feel like calm and soothed to your soul. Um, you have advantage on any uh, sort of like saving throws to being frightened, and you gain a plus one to wisdom based skill checks. Mm. Oh. Red, do you remember that one inn that we were in? that started this whole sustainable thing that you care about now. They served you, I think they called it something like chai tea. <laughs> Come on now, Dove. You know that chai is tea. That's well, like saying tea tea. Of course, but they didn't. Nobody likes tea teas. They served it, I remember. <laughs> I just, I. I, I would say I. Beg the differ, I like tea teeth. Well, we can find you some chai tea later, my little friend. We know just the place. I feel like we're talking about two different things. <laughs> I don't think that was even a tavern. I oh my where God. we were. You know what? Never mind. Anyways. Um, you notice Marin is like kinda like her mood has changed quite a bit. She's like, we should go. It is time to the kick point. it in. Yeah, it seems like you are time ready. Time to go. We gotta, we gotta go. We gotta get this contract. They're gonna ring the gong. They're gonna be all like, "Oh, look, another crew's going out. Another contract's going out." And then, and then the gong's gonna ring. Then we're gonna go. And we're gonna go in the wild. I love the wild. The wilds are so good. And, I love the wilds too. I just I'm get so hype when I think about oh, the wilds, I'm, Red. I'm getting excited as well. I'm getting so excited. I can't wait to go on an adventure with you. Like, you're my hero. And I looked up to you and I did fan art of you. And now we're like together going on an adventure. And maybe I'll be a legend. But like, instead of a turtle legend, I'll be a Loxodon legend. And I'd be so, I'd be so cool. And we could get the Fremelfron. And then I'll make it my Fremel friend. And then, and then, and then we'll have it. And then I'll have like a little plant friend. And it'll be my best friend. And I'm going to do experiments I'm sorry, on I'm it sorry. and make what it was, sentient. What was that last part about plant friend? I'm gonna make a plant friend. 
Well, all plants are friends. I thought oh you were God, some so of them juicy. are evil. What? No, just misunderstood. Agree, disagree. Let's go. <laughs> uh, Marin grabs all of y'all's bags, like in each hand. She's just like, oh, yeah, let's go. I'll carry it. I'll carry you. You're so small, Bubble. You're my only small friend. All my other friends are big. You're so tiny. It's like you're a little kid. It's like you're microscopic. Sometimes I'm afraid I'm going to step on you, but then I don't step on you because that would be bad. I wouldn't want to rub you off off the bottom of my feet. That'd be a bad day for Marion. Really bad day. Yeah. But sure. (laughs) uh, We going? Let's go. She's like, take advantage of this energy she's got. She's going to crash later. She goes stomping off, like kind of shaking the tavern with her towards like the large bell. Um, Red, do you have trouble keeping up with her? <laughs> I noticed your movement speed is 30, actually. <laughs> yeah, I think we're all right. Oh, yeah, yeah, let's, come on, let's go. I sort of like use my axe as a walking stick as I kind of follow along as fast as I can. Elegy, someone waits expectantly by the bell for your contract. Okay. Um, I guess I dig it out of my little satchel and reach out to them. Uh, hello, we are here with our contract, signed, ready to go. Let me see here. Oh, looks like everything's in perfect order, just the way I like it. Now, couple of ground rules, kids. You've got 50 gold to spend at the requisition hall as your budget. It will be deducted from your contract. I'm sure you already know that. Any dismemberment, death, uh, broken limbs, burning, being devoured by eldritch creatures, falling from a great height, being struck by thunder gods, finding yourselves in the maws of a giant beast of any kind, the guilds are not liable for. You are on your own. Any medical treatments you need may be compensated depending on if you file the proper way paperwork at the proper time, depending on how it's reviewed. All right, very well then. Are we ready? Here we go. And he strikes the bell. You hear like it reverberate throughout the town. And from somewhere off in the distance, you see like a little smoke flare go up, signaling that you are allowed to leave through the front gate. Nice. When did these gates get here? Red, we walked. The... Blibble, is this your first outing? No, I just said knife. I see. Why would you assume that? It's fairly customary for this. To... I, I don't see. I'm not saying anything, Blibble. I didn't mean offense. I feel like you're implying something. Nothing has been implied. Well, perfect. Then nice. Let's go. Nice indeed. <laughs> I kind of gestured towards, I believe the gates are this way. Uh, do we need to stop for equipment? Is everyone ready? I think, I think we're fine. We're going to get some plants. So... <laughs> I'm not saying it's not dangerous out there, but unless these fennel fronds are going to fight back, uh, I don't know. We'll probably have um, we'll probably have Red over here just whisper to him and 
politely ask if uh, we can... I, I can do that. I talk to many plants. Well, there you go. Perfect. Unless anyone else wants something. I mean, we could, we could stop if you guys want to. Elegy, do you need or require anything? I have all that I need already, and I, like, pat my, my satchel. Red? Nature provides me with all I need. And last, because I'm gonna be honest, if we if we cut more out of the budget, that means probably less pay for Blibble. So let's go. <laughs> <laughs> Are you skimping? <laughs> Marin is like raring to go too. She kind of like takes the lead um, as you head towards the gate, and she's just like fucking love nature. As soon as like Red Jasper <laughs> says nature will provide. She starts like marching towards the front gate. And that is where we'll call today's session to a close. Thank Woo! you so much for joining me, wonderful players, for this inaugural episode. We've learned so much about our starting party, and I'm so excited to see how this adventure shakes out for them. I hope you've enjoyed it as much as I have. Uh, let's uh, go around and do some shout outs. I'm going to just start in, in counterclockwise fashion with Jesse. Take it away. Well, hey, uh, thanks so much for inviting me to be part of this and letting me make what is essentially a troll character. I'm so thrilled for you. Y'all don't even know what combat is going to bring. I just, <laughs> it's going to be so good. Uh, so stay tuned for that. And, uh, hey, you can find me at literally everything Jesse Cox related, but, uh, just giving a shout out to our DM for putting in all the hard work and JP for doing all of this stuff. And I'll shut up now and let other people talk. Uh, who's next bronze? Cause you counterclock. Oh, okay. Counterclock. I see what she did. You, I thought meant word hard clocks weird. That's not counterclockwise. I know. I figured it. I got there. Okay. I, I had a red Jasper moment. All right. Uh, thanks, everyone, so much for watching. Uh, the VOD will be up for everyone to watch publicly tomorrow at 1 p.m. Eastern. The next 24 hours or so, I guess really 21, whatever, 20-ish, will be for patrons over at patreon.com slash lastcallforadventure. You can grab early access to the VOD and the MP3. And then, like I said, they'll be public for everyone else. Thank you guys for joining us, uh, both you as the cast and uh, DM, as well as everyone else for watching. Uh, exciting first episode. I'm excited to get into combat, like Jesse said, and then uh, move on to some other crews because we got a bunch of people we want to play with, but that'll probably be around the start of 2023. So this is the crew for at least the next five or six episodes. I'm excited for it. Let's move forward. Bronze, who would it be? Is it Max? Mm-hmm. Max? It's me. Hi. Uh, I'm Max. I go by Gassy Mexican. You can find me on the internet, funnily enough, under the same name. Um, yeah, I'm stoked to be back playing D&D. &D. Uh, I've missed it for quite a while, and I've been after telling you know a lot of my viewers and community, like, no, I'm going to get back to it. I'm going to get back to it to actually be back at it now and um, be here with y'all. Stellar cast and, and JP putting in the work like he always does to make it look and be as organized in and just production value in general. And then obviously bronze creating this world and, and uh, being a fucking awesome DM is great. So yeah, I hope you guys enjoyed what we've done so thus far. And I'm super excited to, to really dig in uh, next, next week and hopefully, yeah, yeah, maybe get some combat. That'd be nice. But yeah, that's me. 
<laughs> Last but not least. Me. Hello, everyone. Ammunition. Uh, also on all socials under the same name. And uh, yeah, just the same as what everyone else has said. Excited to be here. Excited to see how this goes for the next couple of weeks. I'm really excited about this like idea that um, JP and Bronze have cooked up and excited to be a part of it again and to learn more about my character and everybody else's characters along the way and get into get into some trouble i i tried to start a bar fight but they were they weren't ready for that so <laughs> maybe I, next time <laughs> we'll talk about that in the post show uh for patrons because i shut that shit down <laughs> i knew you, i knew it was trying you was trying to make a bar fight you i'm like i'm trying i'm for it <laughs> i didn't want it i didn't well, want it yeah bronze also what's funny is i was shout out i was ahead. definitely trying to make a bar fight too and jesse was just like yeah. no <laughs> We, it's we, okay. We shut that shit down. <laughs> yeah, zero stress, like, man. No. <laughs> exactly. Uh, bronze, do some shout outs yourself. Where can people check you out? Hi, hello. I'm that bronze girl. Um, you can catch me at that bronze girl everywhere. Uh, yeah, thank you so much for hanging out with me for this first game, um, session or like the first session is always the one I'm like the most like, Oh God, how do we get everybody together in the same place and establish the world and stuff? So I really hope you enjoyed it. Um, I've been, I've been building this world for a while and I'm so excited for the players to explore it. I'm so excited to learn more about the players. So I hope you'll continue to join us on this adventure as we learn more and more. Uh, that was crazy how the camera moved. <laughs> As we learn more and more about this wonderful world that we're telling stories in. That's it. That's all I got, JP. Cool. We'll take us out. I believe we're done. That's it. We will see you next week. Same great place. Same great time. More last call for adventure. <laughs> that was well, almost a flawless sign off. Look, our intros, yeah. we're only getting a better time. Okay, we're new at this. <laughs> 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 we'll, see what we'll see you guys next week. Have a good one. Bye.